Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, talking about Elden Ring and why I think it's changing the industry. I'm going to walk through actual games that are coming or launching that you may not be aware of and you should be interested in if you are a fan of From Software games and you're looking forward to Elden Ring. So we start the stream with this segment, but it is a live stream. So the video is pretty long if you want to stick around for the rest, if you're watching it as a past broadcast or hit subscribe and the bell button so that way you don't miss the live streams. This is an SNTR update. Elden Ring gameplay released and all of the footage that was behind Embargo has been combed over 10 times over by now and the magic and the spells, the depth and the RPG elements are very impressive. But I've noticed something else in the industry that I think is a mark and a sign that Elden Ring is already influencing and changing the industry. I want to outline some games that you should be aware of if you're a fan of these types of games so that they can be on your radar. So if you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads or check out SNTR Gaming where I stream this live. So first I want to talk about the gameplay, the technical test, the feedback, everything that we've heard from the community before I get into the games that you should check out. The gameplay quality is not in doubt at this point. Plenty of people have poured hours into this game. Fextra Life saying they put 70 hours into what they felt was like one-twelfth of the Elden Ring map size, which is very impressive given how they're going for an open-world Souls game. So that was very encouraging to see. But we also got a peek into the depth, the RPG elements, the builds, and the different classes. Now, a lot of people told me, hey, that stuff has been in the games before, you know, that does, that's not really a sign that, as I said, they could be going towards more live service ongoing versus their patterns in the past. I still think even though the Souls games up to now have had those RPG elements, there is something different about the way it's being implemented and talked about and even displayed for Elden Ring. And that, I think, is one of the reasons you're going to see more influence from this game in the industry. And the following games are ones that you should be checking out as From Software, their games, and Elden Ring continue to influence the industry. First, Lies of P is basically a Pinocchio game, and it is very clearly inspired by Bloodborne and looks to be a very, very good game from everything that I have seen. So put that one on your radar. If you're a Bloodborne fan, you're going to want to check out Lies of P impressive at a technical level we have seen black myth wukong with the unreal 5 engine and the gameplay just looks absolutely beautiful but it's undeniable that it has been influenced by the souls games and the souls genre and from software so elden ring landing and having their the elden ring gameplay the influence that it's having and the, and the impact that it's having on the industry right now with the positive feedback is going to cause reverberations we know that souls games are beloved and have a cult following and they're sort of the souls genre but this is entirely different lastly there was a game called Wu Chang Fallen Feathers now this one describes itself as just more of an RPG but the combat is undeniably souls combat I mean it's basically direct movements and animations from the souls games and those combat mimics are clearly being used to probably bring in fans of the Souls games. So, let's talk about other action-adventure games, though. It's not just games that are clearly borrowing or being inspired by Bloodborne or Souls. There's games like Cana Bridge of Spirits, which, which was described as very Souls-like and very challenging from this little teeny indie studio, and it got tons of praise, and it's even gotten some nominations for the Video Game Awards. Jedi Fallen Order might have been the first sort of 
action-adventure game to feel and be described as Souls Light, and that was essentially the game that served as a catalyst to me trying out Sekiro and ultimately getting into Souls games when I did. I was sort of relying on that experience. The Souls genre isn't just growing. I believe that it is impacting the industry. It's giving other developers inroads and ideas about how to structure combat how to make things difficulty and it's really exciting to see time will tell just how much eldering impacts the industry because that won't be seen for a couple of years but for now if you're a fan of souls games the future is bright if you like these sntr updates hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next video and i'll see the rest of you right now good morning Good afternoon and good evening. Thank you so much for being here this morning. We greatly appreciate you tuning in for From Friday. Uh, Every Friday, we cover From Software games, and From Friday was born out of playing through Dark Souls 3, and today, we will be continuing our journey through Sekiro after the morning talk show, so make sure you come on in, go through your ritual, hit the like button, uh, say good morning in the chat, make sure you're on live chat, and, uh, and don't forget, don't forget that From Friday is a concept that isn't necessarily supported by what's happening in gaming news. Like, Elden Ring news is certainly sort of drying up for the time being, and that's totally fine. But we wanted to set the stage before it got here, continue to talk about it, have dialogue with the community, meet new community members. So make sure that if you're a fan of From Software Games, that you are, you're here on Fridays, you're supporting the talk show, you're supporting the gameplay because that is really going to help us lead this runway right up to the doorstep of Elden Ring. What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. I'll be trying Elden Ring. It will be my first Souls game. I'm excited for it to come out. That's something I'm actually interested in. All right, I want to know from people that are stopping by today. Uh, Elden Ring. um, if, If you're going to play it, if you will play it, uh first souls game or not uh and we'll go yes first souls game uh no i've played them before okay elden ring if you if you play it all right if you end up playing it first souls game uh right is it let's just do this will it be Will it be your first Souls game? Elden Ring, if you play it, will it be your first Souls game? Yes, first Souls game, or no, I've played them before. I want to know. Lurker in Chief has arrived. What's good, Splataw? Lono, have you thought about playing NFT-type games like Sandbox? I just, I, I don't have time to even research it. I really don't. Right? Right? Would ER be your first? Would ER be your first? What did I do? Did I, did I, ah, my shirt's getting pulled back. There we go. Did I, did I make, did I put a spelling mistake? If you play it, will it be your first Souls game? No, okay, cool. I'm just interested. I want to see. I want to see. If people don't, obviously, if you're not going to play it, then you don't need to answer. But I am genuinely curious uh, for the people that are going to check it out, you know. You've not even played The Witcher yet? Witcher 3 is pretty dense. It's pretty dense. And it obviously has pretty adult themes in it. So I don't, you know, if you're, if you got family or kiddos around, that's definitely not one you can just play through casually. Um, oh, you were typing something else. Okay. 
Excuse me. I feel Elden Ring will be similar to The Witcher 3. It feels like the first big commercial game. They have a cult following, and this will be more mainstream. Being more open world, which is popular now. Yo, what's good, Pugs? Just watch a story vid from yesterday. I feel for you, homie. Nothing but love. Thank you, Pugs. Loving the Spidey shirt. This is another one from 80s Tees, their Spider-Man collection. If you use the shirt command, be sure to use code LONO for 30% off over there. Don't forget the disc plates as well. You can use the disc plate command below in the description, or you can use the command in chat. Uh, and we always are curious who's going to be our first coffee order of the day. You can order some of our coffee. It's not coffee from some other company. I drink it. My wife drinks it. Everybody here can tell you how great it is. You can use that command as well. So if you're interested in Elden Ring gameplay, every Friday we're going to be here talking about Elden Ring before we jump into a From Software game in the afternoon. Ashen says, based on your knowledge, do you see Elden Ring having a big PvP scene? Fight clubs, tournaments, ETC. It was fairly common in Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, and Bloodborne had dedicated PvP dungeons. My opinion on Elden Ring PvP is this. The games that I know have the most successful PvP scene essentially build a really, really good sort of arena sandbox or system, okay? They build a good system, and then it's really born out of the community. It's really born out of the people and the organic interest. That's typically what happens. I don't necessarily know some of these games that have tried their hardest to just foster pvp interest or foster pvp growth i think it's tough because there has to be sort of like a natural interest and a natural passion first and if that's not there i think it's really challenging to to just create it almost mechanically so if elden ring gameplay turns into like a pvp you know cult following or culture or community if that happens my theory would be it would it would have to be something that is is sort of just birthed on its own and from what you're saying okay from what you're saying if it was common in dark souls 2 and 3 and bloodborne i would imagine there is a there's a groundswell of a pvp community sort of waiting to sink their teeth into that element of the game now for me that's just obviously not an interest you guys know me i'm just i'm not really pvp i'm not cut that way I, you know, I, 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 I struggled to finish Dark Souls 3 because my motivation just started to go down. You know, once I start having a bad time, it's one thing to struggle with a Dark Souls game. It's another thing to struggle and to be having a bad time. I was, I was not having a good time with some of those environments and fights. I wasn't enjoying it, right? Am I one of the only people that's taking uh, a much cautiously optimistic posture with Elden Ring? It won't be out until March if we're lucky. I mean, being cautious and, 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 you know, not diving full in headfirst hype mode is totally fine. I think there's a, <clears throat> there's a handful of reasons that our confidence, I'm not trying to hype people up. I believe our confidence can tether itself to certain things. There's plenty of Elden Ring gameplay viewable. It's been combed over. Fextra Life poured 70 hours in. I mean, there has been so much from the from software from the souls community they have poured into this game and they demand excellence like the, the from software has a history the souls games as much as i criticize them that that community demands 
you know excellence they wouldn't have settled for this game being poor if the if the technical tests and the betas and the the embargoed footage if it wouldn't have if would have been rough and not and not like i don't know if it wouldn't have been good it then it would have been pretty obvious did you hear about take two and it takes two no, I saw somebody put something in the Discord about it, uh, but I didn't get a chance to click on it. It was like Twitter gets cut off in there. Uh, Take Two sent a trademark claim to Hazelight because it takes two, forcing them to abandon any ownership of the game's name. No details as whether the game will be rebranded. They can't do that because it takes two is a colloquialism. I don't think that'll stick legally. I don't think they have any claim on that right the phrase it takes two is a colloquialism i believe it's even an old song they have no claim on that that'll pro- that probably won't go anywhere you know what i mean you you can't claim something like that that'd be like naming your company two in the hand and then trying to sue somebody for using that you know what i mean you can't do that you want to see the shirt move the microphone the microphone's not in the way there you go there's the spider-man shirt they won't rename the game. They're just not wanting them to trademark. It takes two. It won't stand though. I it it, it yeah that that's that that's such a joke that they, that'll go nowhere. You can't you can't there there now. Here's the thing. They may not even be able to trademark. It takes two because it takes two is again. It's a colloquialism. It's it's just a term that people use. It's slang. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, you're going to own that in NFT, everything. Yeah, there you go, Hilly. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about Elden Ring changing the industry. I mentioned a handful of games that you might be interested in uh, if you are a Souls fan. Uh, Lies of P, Black Myth, Black Myth Wukong, and Wuchang Fallen Feathers are all games that you should put on your radar if you like Souls games, if you're a From Software guy. As things stand lately, I'm not about to get all best game ever for a new IP that's not going to be out for at least three more months. Well, sure, and and saying new IP, yes and no. Yes and no. This is not a new IP. It is, but it isn't, okay? So it's a new IP in name, but the substance and the movement and the engine and the existing parts is very much stuff that they've already made. It would be like... It would be like Horizon Zero Dawn releasing a third game and not calling it Horizon Zero Dawn, but it's like, it's clearly in the world of Horizon Zero Dawn, it's clearly building on the combat and the mechanics and the weapons and the world. Nobody would, you know what I'm saying? Nobody would be like, well, that, you know, it's a new IP. They, they, they've, they have very much drawn on everything up to this point. It's got it at its core. It's not a brand new IP. It's got a. It's a new IP in name and in story. But Souls games. I mean, From Software has such a history now. I, I don't. They they were able to probably build or maybe even pull from other games. Like I don't know, like Dark Souls three maybe. Does it get docked points in next year's Game of the Year? That's a good question, Sinos. Because you know me. You know me. I know what you're driving at. I give brand new IPs a lot. I give them a leg up in the game of the year contest. I do, because I think it's a significant challenge to do a brand new game. 
I don't think I could give Elden Ring a leg up in in the in the game of the year race next year because it's a new IP. I don't think I could do that because I know in my mind the the, the combat, the mechanics, the world. The, there's a foundational element to the game that they've built games like this before. It's not like Ghost of Tsushima. It's not like Returnal. Brand new IPs never made a game like that before. I mean, Returnal especially. I kind of blasted Jeff Keighley on Twitter because he was like, said something about rumors and crazy things that people were saying about the video game awards. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. I heard that Deathloop got a game of the year, uh, you know, nomination and Returnal didn't. Like, that's just crazy. Seems far-fetched. Because it does seem far-fetched. Like, when you create a brand new idea, brand new intellectual property, that is a giant risk. And I don't think that Elden Ring is it can be classified you can call it a new IP okay you can call it a new IP but not in the same way that you call Returnal a new IP right there I think there's a categorical difference between Returnal being a new IP and Elden Ring does that make sense like Dark Souls 3 is a lot different than Sekiro so I think there's such a huge departure there. It was totally fair for Sekiro to win Game of the Year. It was a giant departure from the Souls games and even from Bloodborne, right? Phoenix Rising was a much better name for uh, for a great game. I still think Gods and Monsters would have been a really, really cool name. I, Phoenix Rising, I, I don't know. I think it was because they called it Immortals Phoenix Rising. I think that's where they lost me. It just got, it was like, what? What is this game? I don't know. Does it need a leg up? Just from what we've seen, it seems pretty ambitious, and so many people are praising the network test. Yeah, I mean, it's been nominated for most anticipated game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it, it's 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 definitely not necessarily needing a leg up. I think Sinos was maybe more asking me personally, would I give it a leg up in my mind, in my in my estimation and judgment? Would I say? Oh yeah, Elden Ring's a new IP. It deserves to be treated, you know, with the way I argued with Returnal. Like Returnal deserves to be in the Game of the Year nominations more than Resident Evil 8 in my mind because Resident Evil 8 was beautiful, but it wasn't a brand new IP concept and idea. It wasn't ambitious. It was just a very beautiful, well-executed Resident Evil. And for some people it wasn't even that good because they hearkened back to Resident Evil 4 more than what they had done with Resident Evil 7. So some people didn't even like the shift in tone. I was one of those people. Gods and Monsters is cheesily generic? I know. I don't I don't know. I got to interview them main stage at E3. I was the lead host and got to interview them about Gods and Monsters. And I was very excited because when he said it was made by the same team that made Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then I saw the world and the graphics and it had like a breath of the wild feel i got very excited i was like this this is i am very interested in this game so maybe i'm a little bit biased that like i was kind of there at ground zero when they made their announcement and got to be a part of the announcement and then they you know they had to change the name to i don't know i think phoenix rising would have been better than immortals phoenix rising I, i don't know i think it's a cluttered name Resident Evil took all the good stuff from all the Resident Evils. It was almost a perfect version of Resident Evil. Still not game of the year. Right, like, I think when you are continuation and you can, and you can like, 
pool all those resources. I don't know. Elden Ring gameplay has shown that they're they're expanding on their existing franchise and resources, which is why I wouldn't give it a leg up in Game of the Year because it's a new IP. That doesn't mean that Elden Ring will not be a clear frontrunner for Game of the Year. I'm not even hyping it up. From everything we've seen and heard right now, it's a clear frontrunner next year for Game of the Year. It is. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West and anything else that dares to launch next year, there is no doubt in my mind they're looking at they're looking at Elden Ring and thinking that's the game to beat. That's the frontrunner. Already. Already. It sounds like it's just the first game that, uh, but getting patched every now to be a bit better. Which game are you referring to? I like Gods and Monsters as a title. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I, I don't, you know, I get that it sounds generic, but I still thought it was dope, you know? Yesterday's video was awesome. Loved hearing you and Madam's conversation. Hope this helps with growth. Uh, would love to see y'all streaming together. You two a perfect match. Enjoyed the talk. Thank you, Top Reply. I love this convo. I totally agree. A game of the year should show innovation in a game. Resident Evil winning would be a very annoying, in my opinion. Same with Ratchet and Clank. Would, refer, would prefer Deathloop or It Takes Two. I actually changed my vote for game of the year. I changed it to Returnal, and I originally was saying Ratchet and Clank. But I have changed my, my vote because I think the biggest thing that kept Returnal out of the running was that so many of the people that reviewed it, played it, and talked about it, they didn't beat it. I only beat it sort of. I'm like, I beat it, but there's a, you got to do it again to get the, the, the full story and the full ending. And I think most of the people that reviewed Returnal played it and influenced its rank of Game of the Year. I think a lot of them didn't beat it. Not even once. They didn't even get it clear. They probably stalled out where I stalled out. Make it more unique. Gods, monsters, and pants. <laughs> Remember our votes don't actually matter? Right. And in the grand scheme of things, if you compare the quality and substance of Returnal to the quality and substance of Deathloop, it's not even a freaking competition. It's not even a competition. I would have said that even if I never had beat Returnal. Even if I had never gotten a a full run, I still would have been like, Returnal's a better game. In the realm of a rogue, it's not even a competition. So, if you're just tuning in, we want to hear from you. Elden Ring, okay? Elden Ring release date, when it lands, if you're going to play it, will this be your first Souls game? It's split right now, 208 votes. About half of the audience is saying, yes, it will be their first Souls game, and that should be encouraging to From Software fans who are looking forward to Elden Ring gameplay. It Takes Two is my game of the year. I love it when games can be short, sweet, and enjoyed by everyone, small and effective. I am thrilled to see It Takes Two nominated and getting lots of recognition. I do not think it's a game of the year, though. I don't. And and it's a great memory for me and Hilly. We will definitely do, you know, maybe try to do an annual, you know, playthrough where we switch it up and just kind of laugh and enjoy it again. Um, But I I just don't know. I I don't think it was. I I think there were were Returnal and Ratchet, I think, were were far better in, in a lot of different ways. So... I think what was most against Returnal and the fact that it was a PS5 exclusive, so remembering Game of the Year awards are mainly a marketing venture, you're going to shift more units of a cross-platform game. Homie, first-party PlayStation games have won very consistently, though. It really has. It takes two deserves Game of the Year, shall I prove it to you? I mean, you can attempt to. 
You can you, you can make an attempt. There was an attempt. Elden Ring is going to be game of the year for me. Have you played the closed test? It was fantastic. Skunk, I was not able to get in. Was pretty disappointed that I wasn't able to get in. But based on what you said, what everybody else on YouTube said, I'm like, I, I said it this morning. I'm like, Elden Ring is clearly the front runner for game of the year next year. It's the game to beat. Horizon Forbidden West is going to be beautiful, awesome, and fun, but it's going to be another Horizon Forbidden West. Elden Ring is basically like, yeah, it's a Souls game, but we're doing all this other stuff. I mean, that, that it's a significant... That's why I'm saying it's, it's a new IP, but it's also not at the same time. You couldn't get into the beta either? Yeah. Oh, you're thinking about the PS5, Jaggy. You're saying... The lack of availability of the consoles. Okay, now I understand your point. Yeah, you know, I, I that that is actually a different point than saying it's an exclusive. You're saying it's a PS5. So is Ratchet, though. So is Ratchet. So that's where I think your point loses its footing because Ratchet and Clank is sitting up there, you know? So... With Elden Ring being a bit different in difficulty compared to other Souls games, where do you stand on the difficulty conversation? Yes, yeah, so we covered this in a, a, um, a an episode uh, two weeks ago, I think. It was, it was one or two weeks ago. For those of you that are From Software fans, this is From Friday. Welcome to From Friday. And in this afternoon, I'll be playing through Sekiro. I recently beat Dark Souls 3 as a form of what we call From Friday. From Software games getting played on a Friday. And, um... On one of our From Fridays a couple of weeks ago, we discussed the, you know, are they sneaking in easy mode, okay? There's a lot of people that think Elden Ring easy mode is essentially already here. There are people who played the tech tests and the gameplay and thought it was too easy, blah, 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 blah. I generally think that that narrative is being driven by people who forget how experienced they are, okay? How experienced they are is having an effect on the early stages of the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, I had people that were willing to give me keys like Gale and I think Paul as well. I just didn't have time to play something off stream either. If I would have gotten in, I probably would have played it, but I didn't want to like log out, like log in on somebody else's login. I I didn't want to do all that. And I was going to have to do that off stream, so. Um... so there is a narrative being driven by people that like Elden Ring gameplay is going to be easier you know they're they're, oh it's easier I think a lot of the people that play the tech test or the non uh, uh, or the or the gameplay that was released and the embargo dropped I think a lot of those people are forgetting that they're very experienced so the early stages of Elden Ring are going to be very easy for you it's not going to be like the first time you booted up Dark Souls 1 or something and just had such a hard time. I can give you an example from myself. When I went back to Dark Souls 3 to do a complete playthrough with you guys, I beat the first boss my first try. Why? I knew what I was doing. I had the rhythm down. I knew how to dodge. I, I knew how to read the button. I knew how to read him. I knew how to look for his animation changes and stuff. So it's like... Why was I able to do that? I I would say I'm a pretty good Souls player for somebody who hasn't really ever played those games before, but it was more about the familiarity than it was with my raw skill. Like, I do have skill in the game, but my familiarity basically dovetailed with my skill and made the earlier stages of Dark Souls 3 significantly easier. Elden Ring's not going to be any different. Any experienced From Software player is going to be like, 
these early stages are very, very easy. Make no mistake, if you think From Software is going to make a game that doesn't cave your head in at some point, you've never played a From Software game. Even people who are super adept at Dark Souls, their first playthrough of Dark Souls 3 they likely hit a point where they were starting to get frustrated and their fail rate went up. Now, yes, when you're on your 4th, 5th, and 8th playthrough of Dark Souls 3, that's probably not the case. But your very first playthrough of Dark Souls 3, as an experienced Souls player, you I guarantee you that some of those bosses absolutely busted your teeth. And, and, and there was breaking points for you. The same thing is going to happen in Elden Ring. There's just no way around it. I, I just I just don't think so. Dark Souls is best enjoyed with a cup of Dark Roast. There you go. That's a great pitch. That's a great pitch. I'm actually drinking the Dark Roast this morning. Um, hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you. First coffee order of the day from T-Man Grove. Ordered a light roast and a Frickmas blend. Merry Frickmas to you. Thank you so much. The Frickmas blends, it's going. And when it's gone, it's gone until next year. So thank you so much for that order. Elden Ring already has my money. I ain't no coward. Don't know what else these other people are talking about. If you want to take our, our, our poll at the top of the chat, I'm asking the question, Elden Ring, Elden Ring gameplay, okay? If you're going to play it, if you're going to jump in, will this be your first Souls game? And it's a 60-40 split, which I think is pretty encouraging. It's only 262 votes for now. We'll see how it shapes up over the rest of the stream. But... That's a pretty good split. That means a lot of people are going to be buying this game playing and it's going to be their first ever Souls game. I'm drinking Light Roast this morning. There you go. You sent it to your sister for the holidays? Nice, 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 nice. Let your friends and family know it is a, it's, it, you're, supporting a lo- you're supporting a small business. This is ours. We ship it to you. My wife and kids ship the coffee to you. Uh, and let your friends and family know. RageousRoast.com the light and the dark roast are both a uh, <clears throat> are both balanced acidity with honey undertones, and then the Frickmas blend has a seasonal bright finish with also the balanced acidity. That's something that we really strive for with our coffee is having that balanced acidity, easier on your stomach, a lot more drinkable. A lot of people just drink it black. My wife does that sometimes instead of doing the froth milk. T Tube says Elden Ring has Game of the Year locked up. It's possible. Very possible. The biggest controversy about the game is the invading jump attack spell spam combos. Here's the thing with with Elden Ring invasions. Well, with From Software games and invasions in general. Okay, I I get why they do it, but I wonder if the luster and the appeal of it is going to fade under the under the shadow of griefing and and degenerate players like I think in its infancy and the original idea it it was like it was probably something that was fun funny creative or whatever like you could have these random you know moments unfortunately I think griefing and 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 being a griefer being a troll I just think that's so much more common now like people get a kick out of it I think the idea of this is this is going to get a little busy here, but the viral nature of pranks, and I, I you could probably draw a straight line back to the television program called Punked. I, this is, I'm telling you, hang with me. 
if you go back to punked and you look at what punked did to the viral nature on youtube and the pranking that goes on okay i feel like that's influenced the gaming industry and the gaming world people like to prank they like to mess with they like to grief and frustrate others it's entertaining to them okay and they'll clip it, they'll show it to their friends, and they'll laugh. This is why people were always stream sniping Ninja or, you know, stream sniping and using cheats and griefing. I, I think there was an impact and an influence all the way back to the show Punked, right? Yeah, Punked ruined PvP. That's the headline. You go all the way back to that show, and now you have all these TV programs and YouTube channels and, and pranks and things that go viral. And I believe a lot of it is just cruelty. Like, you're just being cruel to people, and it's under the veil of, like, it's just a prank, bro. Um, You know, so I think it's had an impact on gaming. I think people in gaming think in that realm. They think in the realm of, like, I'm going to mess with somebody. I'm going to prank. I'm going to grief, and that's funny. I'm going to try and get a clip. I'm going to try and get a video of it. I think that has actually spread it. It, Because it it had, for me, I think, I think it's spread, Right, I think more people do it now than they used to. The griefing in video games. Just a heads up, you can only be invaded in Elden Ring if you're in co-op. If you manually use an item to allow to be invaded. Oh, you have to use an item to be solo. Right, right, right. So, well, at least that's good. At least that's good. At least if you you don't want to be invaded, okay, you can be like, I don't want to be invaded. Now... I don't know if I'm a fan of the idea, if I feel like playing cooperatively with another person, that that's an automatic thing we have to, you know, put up with, right? I, I, you see what I'm saying? What if I just want to play with my bud? I don't want to deal with all of that. How funny would it be for, like, me and Hilly to play some Elden Ring on a Friday night and drink? Like, that would be hilarious. It's not going to be hilarious if we're getting invaded the whole time. Oh, sweet Korean Jesus, pranking channels, such toxic BS 80% of the time, which sucks because good, not cruel prank stuff is great. You're not, you're, you probably are going to find this alarming. I thought Howie Mandel was one of the best people at that kind of stuff. Anytime he would mess with somebody or prank somebody, I always thought there was no malice in it. I liked, I liked that about Howie. You may not like Howie as a stand-up comic or whatever, but I always thought when he would mess with people and prank with people, it was in a good spirit. It was, it was, it was funny and, and the person could laugh after the fact, you know? Also, there's no Ember system. Oh. That's not what the devs say about Invasion, says Distorted. It's supposed to be like a random boss appearing in your world to challenge you. That's why invaders have less health and less heals. Okay. I've always played offline in these games because I don't want to be messed with. And as a streamer, you got to be careful, right? Like, the Souls community probably comes in and is like, oh, can we invade him? You know. I've been invaded twice in Demon Souls. First time uh, was in my first two hours, and they stabbed me in the back. Had no idea. Second time was a day or two ago, and I was kidded um, and went to attack him, and he bailed. In Dark Souls 3, there are literal items and spells tied behind invasions. Oh, really? Huh. Ranks are just now random people harassing others. Yeah, it's definitely changed. It's definitely changed. It, it, it has, it has, it has dramatically shifted from you know a good spirited you know knee slapper to veiled cruelty. Veiled cruelty is what I feel like it is. Um, 
Korea actually does that bit well sometimes. Yeah, I've seen some viral stuff where, I, to be fair, I don't know if it's if it's Korean or Japanese, you know. And I'm like, oh, this is really funny. They do like the elevator pranks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, premieres up, please approve. Okay, hang on a second. So we have we have a really really good premiere today. Uh, hitting presents about Ludwig um, leaving Ludwig leaving Twitch. And uh, it, I, I am I'm excited about this one. This one felt really really good to film. Um, YouTube continues its push to secure top tier talent from Twitch, uh, signing the likes of, and you got all these people mentioned in this video. I'll give my thoughts on what all these creators cited as reasoning for coming to the platform, and I'll be using some of Alpha Gaming's Harris Heller's takes. The streaming platform wars seem to be getting into full swing. Yeah, yeah. We, other than maybe trying to put something in there about in the description about how I believe it's a bad omen um, I believe it's a bad omen for Twitch Ludwig leaving in his reasoning I do um, I thought I thought Heller's observation and Christopher Yee's observations were really really good and why I think it's a bad omen for streamers on that platform um he got copyright struck and suspended yesterday already. Yeah, YouTube don't play. YouTube don't play. He was probably playing music on on purple and was just unaware. Everybody like everybody just thinks that they can play music over there. I've not seen Devin Nash's take yet. What can you give me that can you give me a Cliff's Notes butters? Chapel says Souls PvP is terrible. Connecting to players halfway across the world at 200 ping makes hit. Yeah, that's a thing. I was just getting ready to get on that subject. Thank you, Chapel, for bringing that up. These games are so precise and so like, you know, the minuscule moments of mistake or victory. I don't like the idea of having to deal with connection in a game like this. Does that make sense? Like, I just don't want to. I don't want to deal with that, you know, because you're going to you're going to have those moments of like, oh, come on, I blocked or oh, come on. That was lag. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. I, I'm already not a fan of PvP, right? I'm not a fan of PvP, but anything over like a 50 ping in a game like Dark Souls or Elden Ring, then you're not going to know what in the world's going on because you got to it's down to literal seconds of iframes and you, <laughs> you've got You've got more than that getting lost in packets. Hey, somebody else ordered some coffee. Three bags of Frickmas to Los. I'm not sure. Uh, someone named Los. I, I, I don't want to use your actual name. So thank you so much for that order. We greatly appreciate it. Um, and yeah, display name will be read aloud on, on the stream. I appreciate that being kind of a warning to them. So thank you. Two coffee orders already. You guys are the best. At the very least, they had uh, deadies for Dark Souls 3 PvP. Oh. So, Eugene says they've changed it. You can't keep invading in Demon Souls, and there's items to send invaders back. Oh, okay. I've invaded the same person in Dark Souls 3 a few times back-to-back. Within a minute or less each invasion, they kept re-embering. I just... uh, from I would hope that Elden Ring gameplay or Elden Ring invasions just doesn't turn into to this you know I really really hope it doesn't um you know uh why is why is this guy uh um 
Money checks found in a wall. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got invaded while I was trying to get the Anor Londo bonfire and just killed the game process. No way I was going to try taking out all the Silver Knights again. Yeah, that's terrible. Whenever I would get summoned to invade due to trying to complete factions, I would just drop extra souls from my inventory. Just played offline until I could get to the bonfire. Right. No, I played offline the entire time I played Dark Souls 3. Elden Ring co-op gameplay would be fun, but I, but that, that opens you up to the invasions. Butter says the too long didn't read. He's not the only one leaving. More coming to YouTube. Purple does not have the money, and YouTube is paying four to six times more to sign. Everyone that has moved has said Purple just does not care about their creators. Okay, that that lines up with what I said today. It's a bad omen, and I reference Mixer and what Mixer did, and I say it's the inverse, and it should be concerning. I mean, keep in mind, a lot of us will honor duel when you, when we invade Lono. We bow to let you heal up, and we do not heal while fighting you. We either win or we don't. Those are the honorable players. I've always played Souls games solo. No friends, no invades. I feel like they're single-player story games, Lono. I, I tend to agree with you, Sacrificer, but we had, a, we had a really good question earlier about Elden Ring PvP, and someone said, well, it was Ashen. He's like, do you think there'll be like a big community around? And I said, it's got to be organic. It really does. You know, it's got to be organic. And that's where you'll see it kind of grow into a grassroots thing, and that's clearly been a thing in the Souls games. Purple has the money. They're owned by Amazon, but they don't treat their streamers well and give zero exposure to smaller creators. I think we're about to see over the course of the next five years, you're going to see me proved right. I've said time and time again, they don't have a lot of money. They don't make the money that you think they do. They're not as profitable as you think they are. And being owned by Amazon is not a get out of jail free card. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. They didn't have the money to keep some of their biggest dogs. And that, that is very telling. That is very telling. This talk of honorable dueling with gentlemen's rules, you know what it reminds me of? I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Draken. You're going to say Draken. Dad playing Draken. Yep. (laughs) Our dad. Our dad played this game called Draken. And it was a single player game that you could like fly on dragons and stuff. There was an entire PvP community with rules and, and, and honor dueling. And honor dueling in Draken. There was a circle, like, arena that they would go into, and they would ready like this. They would, like, put their sword, axe, or whatever up like this and hold, and then let go. And then when the next person did the same thing, and they were done, you were fighting. You were fighting. <laughs> and we would my dad loved it oh my gosh you could hear him like click 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 like his like his keyboard his keyboard he would i mean he all that was his game my dad was a big gamer he really was he he played all of the tomb raiders he played draken he, he's too um he, he gets too uh vertigo induced from it now because i wanted to get him set up so that he could play the newest Tomb Raiders. Not the third one, but the first and the second Tomb Raiders. I was like, oh, Dad, you would love these games. They, they're they so honoring to the franchise. He just can't play them now. He gets dizzy. You're old. You played that, Teddy? Yeah, yeah. So, so just so everybody knows, Teddy played a game that my dad played. So there we go. 
I knew you would know exactly what I meant. Yeah. There's a game that just came out where you, like, ride and get in dogfights on dragons, and it made me think of Draken, 100%. If you guys are just tuning in, we're debating Elden Ring invasions, you know, what that'll do to Elden Ring gameplay. Do me a favor and take the poll at the top of the chat. 335 votes. Elden Ring... If you play it, will it be your first Souls game? And it's a 60-40 split, which continues to be, I think, good news for From Software fans to see that there is, at least especially in this audience right now, there is a there's a portion of the audience that is saying, I'm going to play this game, and it's going to be my first Souls game. Was it a bullet hell game? Draken was not a bullet hell game. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. It was it was fantasy action adventure, and you you could duel others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy sips, t- Teddy sips on rageless prune juice in the morning. <laughs> uh, you only get invaded in Dark Souls if you are Embered or Embered equivalent. The one chat point uh, makes logging in tonight totally worth it, single-handedly. Yeah, yeah, remembering Draken. Yeah, 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 those were fun times. Because we would be back in the family room, and he would be out in the living room, and you could literally see, you could, you could clearly see the monitor because of how it was positioned, so you could watch, like, the entire fight. Yeah, and he he I mean he played he played for pretty lengthy times every night. That was like his thing. Um, we we were into different games. We you know uh, Derek would play a lot of the classics. He was going through a lot of the old school games. I was big into like Quake and Unreal Tournament and Call of Duty on the PC. So we we were a gamer family. Do you think you'll be able to fit a Bloodborne playthrough in before Elden Ring? Not unless no, it, only if there's a 60 FPS version of Bloodborne. Which there likely will be a Bloodborne remaster at some point, and when that happens, it'll definitely get slated into From Friday. I would imagine they might try to do that before Elden Ring gets here. Elden Ring release date, it, you know, you don't want to cannibalize anything you try to do with Bloodborne. So, if Bloodborne's not out in the next two months as a remaster, as a 60 FPS version, I would not anticipate seeing that for a while. I just, you're just not going to see it. Now, God of War's hitting in January on PC, but Bloodborne coming to PC, Steam, Remaster, 60 FPS, all of that, that's all rumor right now. The rumors seem to be based in reality, though. There doesn't just seem to be somebody blowing smoke. It, it, there, there does seem to be a, a Bloodborne remaster on the way. So, um, hopefully it'll be announced at the Game Awards. They could do a surprise announcement, and it could land you know, for the holidays or January. I, but but if we if we get into February, I don't I don't think we'll see it for a while. Um, I really don't because because Elden Ring would completely cannibalize it. I think they're holding on to Bloodborne news until after Elden Ring. If I was putting chips on the table, I would I would agree with Eugene. Right now, they don't want to disrupt any of the marketing lead up to Elden Ring. The only thing that that would be good for for a, for a Bloodborne remaster is hey. While you're waiting for Elden Ring, here's a Bloodborne remaster, and it might do amazingly well, especially over the holidays, but there's also some conventional wisdom that would say, do not get in the way of the marketing train. You got a marketing train right now for the Elden Ring release date between now and February that is only about Elden Ring, and you don't want to disrupt that at all. So, you know, Bandai would be like, no, 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 kick that into the summer, maybe, you know, there's also the potential, as I've said, that the Elden Ring DLC or 
the content delivery plan or whatever they're going to do could very much be like a live service game and be ongoing and what would that mean then because that could very much make the calendar tough for Bloodborne to get like slated in somewhere you want to get distance from the Elden Ring release date before you would do anything with uh, with Bloodborne depends if they release at full price there's too many games to buy over the next couple of months you could drop a trailer saying it will drop second half of 2022. Sinos again, I just think from everything I've noticed and how companies handle this sort of thing, they don't want anything to detract from Elden Ring right now. They want all eyes on this. This is their, you know, this is their um What's the what's the word that we we've been using? Um uh, uh there's a it's 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 a musical term (laughs) golly i this keeps happening bloodborne wouldn't even be a from project it would be a sony project well then whoever's in charge of it would think the sim would probably think similarly though we don't want to we don't want to get in the way because it's not going to help i don't think it would help i don't think it would help yes they're magnum opus thank you Elden Ring's their magnum opus like this is it this is the culmination of years and years of of work so okay so if bandai has no say in what happens with bloodborne you know and from software has no say in what happens with bloodborne then the bloodborne remaster could happen before elden ring the elden ring release date but i just don't know again you you, you've got to consider a lot of people here here would be the concern if you're pulling the trigger on the bloodborne remaster and you're looking at elden ring release date and you're thinking to yourself there's a portion of the community that's going to be like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to buy the Bloodborne remaster. I'm saving for Elden Ring. That's a thing that people do, and that would potentially affect sales. So I could see them waiting and saying, we just, there, there is no reason to step in front of this train right now, you know. Sony has the Elden Ring marketing deal. Yeah, Sony stuff is is on top of all uh, all of the Elden Ring marketing. So yeah, that's another element of like they're not going to want to step on the marketing toes and be like, "Here's Bloodborne Remaster." You think it could overshadow Elden Ring? Isn't it pop- that popular amongst the community? Yeah, I don't think you can step on on. I don't think you can detract from Elden Ring at this point. I don't think you can. Um, I definitely don't think that's possible. I do, I do, I do think, I do think that it would potentially have people saying, I'm not going to buy the Bloodborne remaster because I'm going to buy Elden Ring instead. Does that make sense? I would think, I actually think it'd be the other way around. If you have to choose between a remaster of a game you've already played and the big daddy, big launch title... I would I would wager to say 75 to 80% of the people that you would poll would say I'm I'm just going to wait and buy the big daddy. I'm not I'm not buying that. I'll wait. Think about it. Nobody wants to miss out on the launch of Elden Ring, but a Bloodborne remaster, you can wait. You can save that for a rainy day. You can wait for a Steam sale. You can be like, "Oh, I'll get to that." That's not the same as Elden Ring. You know what I'm saying? Yo, happy Friday to you. If you guys are new and you've never been here before, this is called From Friday. Every Friday, we decide to cover 
from software games and uh, obviously Elden Ring is being covered right now we'll be playing Sekiro this afternoon we dedicate the day to from software and uh, we're going to do this all the way up into the Elden Ring release and if you're enjoying your time remember to hit subscribe so you can talk in chat uh, we're, we're, we're generally right now not seeing uh, new subs right now so we're probably just mainly streaming to you guys that were already subbed so make sure if you enjoy from Fridays that you've got your sub and your bell set to all so on Fridays in the morning when we cover Elden Ring and in the afternoons when we play a game because we're playing Sekiro this afternoon you, you don't want to miss because it's only once a week also do not forget tonight at 8pm Eastern more Jackbox you don't need to own the game. All you need is a mobile device, iPad, computer, or whatever to play. Anybody can play as the audience. And if you want to play as a member, you need to make sure you're in the Discord. So you can become a member right now. Also, if you're a member on Presents, that counts. Um, or just make sure you're subbed. Make sure you got the bell button so you're here tonight. All right? And hit that like button. Abe asked me to poke the bear during the gameplay today in his honor. Please send your revenge for Abe. Also, stop sucking. Okay. Bloodborne, from what I can tell, says Eugene, is regarded as the best of the Souls games. It would definitely detract from Elden Ring. Oh, okay. Okay. That's that's a plausible theory. If Elden Ring is more accessible, as rumored, they are likely to sell more Bloodborne to new converts to Soulsborne. Hang on, let me read this again. If Elden Ring is more accessible as rumored, they are likely to sell more Bloodborne to new converts. So, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm tracking with your reasoning. So what what Jaggy is saying is, if Elden Ring's more accessible, it will create Souls game converts, which would then lead to them being willing to buy the Bloodborne remaster. That's actually, I think, a very, very good point. Very good point. Jackbox was fun. I'll get out of bed in, uh, on a Saturday morning for more of that. Yeah, it really, really was. It was fun. Lono's sub base rising like his voice during Souls games. <laughs> the most valuable commodity today is attention. That's right. Gary V says that. That is absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. Um, so, a couple of new subs this morning. Thanks for clicking that sub button. It is free to subscribe. If you want to support directly with a membership, that's the join button. It's a different button, and it's a paid membership with the badge emotes and increased access in the Discord. It gets you access to the game code whenever we do something like Jackbox. Ashen says, I wouldn't say Bloodborne is the best, but it did have a lot of new systems. People loved the truck, weapons, and guns, and Victorian look. I've always felt like Bloodborne has the stronger following, though. So, like, it's an assumed thing that Souls games, or I'm sorry, Souls fans like Dark Souls games. But Bloodborne was like this, it to people, it's like this weird, I, I don't know, I, I can't think of an analogy. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't. I cannot think of an analogy. They, they just love it. They're like, it's special. Oh, trick weapons. I was like, truck weapons? The frick? <laughs> they love the truck weapons. I was like, truck weapons? I was thinking that was like you truck along or you like are able to carry them. I wasn't sure what in the frick that was. Sven with a 10 spot. Here's some beer on me. Your choice. Taking the wife to Hawaii for her B-Day, so it should be a great week. Hope you guys have fun with Jackbox. Thank you, Sven. Enjoy Hawaii, man. I hope it's a good time. 
Yeah, if there's any if there's any beer requests, you need to get those in now because it'll get too late in the day and I won't be able to submit an order. <laughs> Is it possible to get Rageless Rose stickers? My Rust Bucket Jeep needs some structural reinforcement. We're we're um we're gonna look into you know the branding around it, and when we maybe when we do that, we might do some stickers. Because um, you know the brand, I like the branding, I like the microphone, but you know we're we're considering we're considering, you know, what what this could you know maybe evolve into. We're not really sure, but uh, you know may, maybe maybe and then at that point maybe we'd have some stickers for you. Um, we do have a merch store with shirts and stuff, but there's not there's not much on there in uh, in with respect to the coffee, not yet. <clears throat> Bloodborne is one of the best PlayStation games. Pe- here's why. Um, here's why I think Bloodborne is in like a special category in the Souls community's mind. Okay, people always ask me to play it. People don't ask me. People didn't really ask me to play Dark Souls two or one. I have people that wanted me to fight the the, the Nameless King. I had people that wanted me to play Sekiro. And I had a lot of people being like, will you ever play Bloodborne? Will you ever play Bloodborne? Bloodborne, Bloodborne, Bloodborne. And I was like, my gosh. I, that's another, to me, indication that that Bloodborne is in, for some people, it's like almost like a special category. It's to them, it's sort of like the, it's the, it's, it's the good one, the special one. Maybe it's the more holistic one. I, you know, I, I don't know. But within the Souls community, I've picked up on that. I'm like, Bloodborne is, is very, very liked. Um, whether or not it's the best, it's the it's it's very consistently liked. So if you were to poll the Souls community and say which are your top three, I think the one that would the, would most consistently land in the one in the one and two spot the most consistently would be would be Bloodborne. It'd be a different it'd be a different stacking almost every time you ask somebody. But I think the cluster at the top would very clearly be. Bloodborne from everything I've 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 heard. Arch Enigma with four months double dip and here's to retiring Lady Butterfly for good today. Oh, I don't know if we're gonna be heading towards her. We fixed the we fixed the input delay issue in Sekiro, but I don't know if I'm gonna be heading towards her. I I, I just, I'm gonna advance in the game a, a little bit more naturally, I think. Bloodborne converted me to a Souls player. I tried the Souls games prior, but Bloodborne was just so smooth and fast, it helped me to understand the genre, says Reckless Gambit. Lona, well, really enjoy you interacting with people here. Good way to start my morning. Fun convos. Well, thank you. You would want to play the old Hunter's DLC with it. Completes the experience. So for me, I'm very excited about Elden Ring gameplay and the Elden Ring release, but... I, I don't want to I don't want to play Bloodborne until it's a 60 FPS. I can't play 30 FPS games. I simply can't. It, it, it actually gives me a headache. Um, I'm not being a snob. I'm, I'm just being honest. I am playing Sekiro on the PS5 because I felt like it played smoother on the PS5 and we're bypassing OBS. I was going through OBS and projecting on my gaming rig and it was creating infrequent and inconsistent input delay and it was totally jacking me up I was just like regular enemies in Sekiro I'd be like deflect deflect and I'm like I hit deflect why didn't I deflect I bypassed OBS I stood in front of the guy that I was like testing it on deflected 20 times in a row no problem I was like okay that's what it was 
Just wait, there'll be a remaster. Yeah, yeah. Y'all get interactions? What tier is that? Oh, shut up, chest pain. Going back to 30 FPS after 60 or 120 is brutal. It isn't snobby. Just once you go backwards from 60, you notice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ludwig got hit for DMCA because he played Baby Shark, but as Eugene said earlier, it feels like a marketing stunt. Um, I mean, I will say, I've never heard of Ludwig before today, but everything I've seen of the guy, he is very smart, and he is very good at what he does. So it's it's not beyond the scope of reason that he would be like, you know. Let's, uh, now the reason that I would say maybe it's not though, is because if it's a genuine strike, um, you, that's, that, there's a period of time where you're like, you can't monetize. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think so. Don't, creature might have to weigh in on this. If you get a strike, doesn't that disrupt monetization for like 90 days or something? Um, Ludwig is in Bloodborne's Ludwig? No, 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 no. <laughs> what tier of membership do I need to keep Lono from going after my mama? Uh, the highest, the highest tier. You know, even then I might, even then I might take a swing. I feel like uh, Dark Souls Two is way hard. Dark Souls Two is way harder just because of the healing in the game. I've had a lot of people say that they feel like Dark Souls Two is hard because I've had people say there's a lot of cheesy, cheap stuff in it too. Bloodborne and Sekiro both require you to not be a little B. If you get a community guideline strike, you can be locked for seven days. Okay. Oh, okay. That's not... Okay, well, that's not... I doubt they do that to him, but it is possible. Okay. Then it could be... It could be a stunt. It very much could be a stunt to keep him in the... Uh, um, to keep him in the in the limelight, you know? It could, it could 100% be a stunt. Um... I'm going to retweet that. Thank you, Hellfire. The coffee is amazing. Not as acidic or bitter as I was expecting, but it does go well with two shots of pumpkin spice. Um, uh, Frick me, this is good, and the international shipping is reasonable. Just took over two weeks. Ain't that bad. I'm amazed that you... uh, You 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 got it over there, man. Well, not, I'm not amazed that you got it. <laughs> you could say the Switch has been going well. <laughs> Stream unavailable. Uh, stream suspended for policy violations. <laughs> uh, he is a knucklehead, man. I, I, I've never really interacted with him, but I like him. Like, I, I don't know. When I watched him talk about leaving, I was like, this guy gives off a vibe. Like, he just seems like a nut. I don't know. He looks, I hate to say it, but he looks like the kind of guy that would be like a total douche. Like, frat boy douche. And he just doesn't seem that way. Like, he seems pretty nice pretty genuine I don't know it's unfortunate when you're you know you're a pretty boy and you have like that look (laughs) because you have to overcome that stigma I'm sure (laughs) 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 Uh, nothing but love nothing but love Ludwig if somebody clips this but you know what I'm saying like he has to overcome the stigma of being a good looking you know kind of pretty pretty white boy you know and that's a hard stigma to overcome I like that I'm like a solid six you know so then you, you don't decide that I'm a douche until after I actually am one to you. Do you understand? <laughs> I get a bigger I get a bigger window of opportunity, you know, to interact with you. And that's why I've tried to be a lot nicer because, I you know, I don't... <laughs>
I don't want people. I don't want people to think that way. But I, I am. I am. I am being sincere. He seems like a really. Seems like a really nice guy. Um, his success is is not surprising to me. And it did seem like he was really torn and didn't want to leave purple. And uh, that's what today's video on presents is about. If you want my perspective on it. That'll be this afternoon after Sekiro. So if you're tuning in and you're curious what we're talking about, Elden Ring changing the industry. I referenced Lies of P, Black Myth Wukong, and Wu Chang Fallen Feathers. Those are all games that should be on your radar if you are a From Software fan. If you're looking forward to the Elden Ring release, then you should be paying attention to Lies of P, Black Myth Wukong, and Wu Chang fallen feathers you put those all on your radar okay and if you want to take the poll at the top of the chat elden ring if you play it will this be your first souls game it is still about a 60 40 split uh sorry if i'm a little off topic i am very much looking forward to when you pick up the controller and play dark souls 2 for the first time i'm predicting an audible what the frick yeah this is the beauty of from friday so if you've never been here before every friday we have dubbed from friday and we talk a from software topic in the morning which obviously right now is elden ring and then we play a from software game in the afternoon i am not a dark souls guy okay and i just recently beat dark souls 3 so i get angry i get kind of complainy i call things cheap because i think there are a lot of cheap things in these games and i think honest from software fans can admit that however uh my my beating of dark souls 3 was really enjoyable i believe it took 12 episodes to do that and we are now into sekiro given that Elden Ring will, will obviously take up every From Friday for the foreseeable future once it launches, once we drift from it or we feel like we're sort of done or can take a break from Elden Ring, there is plenty for us to do. There's Dark Souls 1 and 2, there's Bloodborne if it gets a remaster, there's DLC content, there's optional bosses in Dark Souls 3 that we did not do. So, have no fear. We will get to that and you will get to see me lose my grip you know, uh, you know, fighting, fighting some of the optional bosses, or or, or playing through Dark Souls too. Um, what's cheap? There are elements of some of the fights uh, with the dancer and with Cinder. Uh, there are some elements of some of the, the the camera work and the set design for when like the second Borealis dancer that I ran into. I feel like it's set up in a cheap way, and you get hit by a lot of stuff that's that's virtually not mitigatable. And I think a lot of Dark Souls fans rather than calling it cheap or calling it what it is, they're like, yeah, just run away from that or skip that. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So there are elements of the Cinder fight and the Dancer fight that they're like, yeah, you just have to run away. And I'm like, the frick? I have dodges and parries and that's the strat? Just run away? I beat Cinder by avoiding half of his attacks, just staying back. That's corny. That's corny. That's not a crescendo. You're supposed to get to the end of Dark Souls 3 and be a god slayer and you're supposed to walk in and be like, I'm going to take this guy down. And he keeps switching forms. Like, his scimitar form is just ridiculous. And one of the biggest problems with the Cinder fight is the the ground causing inputs to not register because it thinks you're like in the air so you just don't do anything. Like, you hit roll and you're like, what the... I'm just, and then you get hit. So... I have I have said I have said that you have to accept they're going to do that. Right? 
you have to accept that when you play a Souls game, they're gonna take cheap shots. They're going to sucker punch you. It's part of the game. It's, you have to overcome that psychologically. That's why people find it so satisfying, because you're not just at war with mechanics, you're at war with yourself, and that's why I think people take almost like a an existential or or spiritual satisfaction from beating a Souls game, because it, they conquered themselves. They, you know what I'm saying? They beat themselves into submission to like, I'm going to beat this, I'm going to get over this, right? Um, I don't know what the input problem might be only you. No, 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 no. When I was in the cinder fight, I had people in chat saying there are some issues in that fight. There's stuff on the ground that will cause like your inputs to just not count because it's kind of like when you're running downstairs in that game, periodically you'll like kind of like not be on the ground. And when you're not on the ground, you can't roll or do anything because you're in the air. And I think there are periodic, like, milliseconds or seconds of time in, in the Cinder fight where the game thinks you're quote-unquote in the air. So. You don't play sword and shield? You don't play with a shield, so of course you run away? Fuck. Okay. Do you remember Pontiff Sullivan? This is, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. When I went into Pontiff Sullivan, everybody said, you're not going to be able to beat him without parry. It's going to be hell without parry. I had the guy on the ropes and almost beat him my third try. And when I went in and finally beat him, I finessed the frick out of him. He didn't touch me. Barely touched me. I didn't have to use parry. I didn't use sword and shield. I don't agree with that. I had plenty of people saying the same thing about Pontiff Sullivan. It's going to just be awful if you don't use parry, man. You got to use parry. Nope. No. Almost beat him my third time. I honestly beat him my third time. What I lost to was the camera. The camera freaked the frick out, and I got instant. I was like, huh? Like, the camera went, and, like, whipped around, and then I was dead. I was like, what happened? We don't even, we don't even know. I beat him eighth or ninth try, without parry, without a shield. So. And isn't there a guy that went through with a katana and parried everything? No shield? I, I mean, not not parried everything. I, I, didn't, I don't think I got far enough through the Cinder fight. I'd have to go back and watch how that guy fought Cinder. We stop calling the games hard. They're punishing if you die, but I'd never call them hard. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. No. If 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 you if you don't call this game hard, then what would you call hard? If you don't call Sekiro, if you don't call Dark Souls Three, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, if they're not hard, then what games are hard? What's what's your what's your like measurement of hard then? The fights are hard. You gotta learn. You gotta be aware. You gotta have good reflexes, good awareness. You gotta read like milliseconds of animations to decide if it's a if it's a double or a triple, or if it's a or if it's a flurry or a or a stab or I'm sorry, a thrust. I don't know. Battle toads. <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I like. I think this is one of those things, Eugene. It was like people saying like Destiny raids weren't hard. And it was like, what? But that's subjective. Sekiro had some difficult bosses for sure. Man-eater alligator fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. Elder Scrolls and Demon Souls were so easy. <laughs> I would consider myself a Souls veteran, and I've barely used parry in any of the games. Right. Oh, gosh. Cuphead. Ooh. I was doing very well in Cuphead, and I got to the dragon, and I just gave up. I was like, frick this. I did not like that fight. 
Sekiro only had three difficult bosses. All the others were a piece of cake. Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War on the hardest were more difficult. Really? I have heard that God of War on the hardest difficulty is insane. Like, especially the Valkyrie fights and stuff. There's like a... There's like an optional Valkyrie that you can fight, and she's just insanely frustrating. I have heard that. For me, Frostbucket is one of the hardest games ever, way harder than any From games. That is so different categorically, though. If you think Souls is hard, clearly you have never played Contra. The Valkyries? Isn't that what they're called in God of War? Valkyries on ins- are insane on the hardest. Yeah, there's like a there's like an optional Valkyrie boss, and she's nuts. Like, she she's hard on normal, right? Obviously, hard modes are going to be harder. I just have never considered the fact that like if you went in like I I've wanted to do a playthrough of Ghost of Tsushima on Lethal, just as like a good series of content with you guys. I just don't know where and when we would do it, right? I have no idea when and where we would do it, but I would love to do a series of, hey, we're going to play through Ghost of Tsushima on Lethal, because I love that game. I really do. Queen Valkyrie is the hardest enemy. It's ludicrous on Insane when you're playing the Valkyries in God of War. Right, and so that, that that's the position that Eugene is taking. He's taking the position that, you know these Sekiro and Souls and all these games are not that hard it's just a matter of establishing familiarity and then going back and beating them because they're you know they're obviously obviously super punishing right but the idea that you know going into a game like um God of War or you know going into a game like even um even Horizon Zero Dawn he's saying He's saying, no, these are harder on the hardest difficulty. The Valkyrie fights are hard on normal. That's what I'm saying. They're really hard even just on normal. They're they're freaking brutal. Learning curve does not equal difficulty for me. So, okay. So the debate that we're having right now, I'm curious what people think about what his, his, his what Eugene is asserting. His assertion, his basically starting premise is that a really, really tough learning curve is not does not equal difficulty. Now, the reason I don't necessarily agree with that is a steep learning curve is innately and inherently difficult. Like, a steep learning curve in and of itself is difficult. It's a part of the difficulty. You don't know what the frick's going on. You gotta pay attention. You gotta take mental notes of, of, of animations, of movements, of patterns. That's difficult discerning between one animation and the next that's why i really really loved playing the twin princes uh in in dark souls 3 i really really liked it because nothing feels better than appropriately reading an attack and doing the right thing and never getting hit i loved it oh i loved that fight when i finally figured out how to read when he would teleport into a thrust and it basically is how i beat him that's where I was falling apart at the end. Like the like the projectiles would come rushing in. He would teleport in, swing, teleport away, and thrust. And the teleport away and thrust kept getting me. Once I solved that, he was dead. Felt great. It felt amazing. But that to me is difficult. 
That is part of the difficulty. Defining difficulty purely as a boss that is fast and powerful and you you know you just have to you have to play it 800 times to beat it wouldn't the valkyrie fight in god of war on the hardest difficulty be similar to a souls fight like you just have to keep going in and and get, get to the place where you're familiar with it the sigurd fight final valkyrie in god of war is that crescendo fight you were looking for in souls 3 right what's good atwood he says hit the like button chat smash that like button chat you can attain mastery of those fights, whereas the Valkyries feel more like getting lucky. I would argue, says Nova Hands, there are varying degrees and elements of difficulty. Some games, it's learning curve. Some games, it's enemy saturation and accuracy. Some games, it's timing. Or a cocktail of all three. Yeah, I, kinda, I think I agree with what Nova's saying. I think I agree with what Nova's saying. Is that it's, it's, a, it's a mixture. <clears throat> Not just the bosses, but God of War is always hard. Every section is hard. Matasmo says, hit the like button and think about getting some coffee. There you go. Trying to memorize the Valkyrie attacks and timing my parries in God of War was the most difficult for me. 800 times to beat the Valkyrie, I stopped at 756. If you're new to the stream and you're just tuning in, we do a talk show Monday through Fridays like this in the mornings. Sometimes we do a talk show in the afternoons instead of gameplay. On Fridays, we call it From Friday because we talk Elden Ring in the morning and then we play uh, a From Software game in the afternoon. I recently beat Dark Souls 3 and this afternoon we'll be playing some more Sekiro. I did fix the input problem we were having the last time I played it. I was getting very frustrated because I could tell something was wrong and we have solved that issue. When's God of War coming to PC? Middle of January. Is it January 13th, I believe, is the date? Uh, It's already in Steam right now if you want to go and wishlist it. Uh, In my opinion, says Arthur, a big problem with difficulty in games is the fact that it is usually tied to enemy overtuning, which is not fun. You can't really outlevel the difficulty like you can in Souls. Right. Right. That is true. Valkyries become RNG after a while. I have a serious problem with that. You're not the first person that's saying that about the Valkyrie fights. Like, it it comes down to luck. That's not... That's stupid. That's not even satisfying when you finally win. I've had this overtuning problem in the original Neo. The difference in the Valkyries is they're designed to do certain things at a certain time. I think the Souls bosses feel more natural and have more options of ways to beat them. Kageneko says, what about something like Guitar Hero? I... It can be a steep learning curve at first for people even on easy, but once you've learned, you wouldn't say it was difficult anymore. Right. Difficulty fading with familiarity doesn't mean it wasn't difficult. Does that make sense? I agree with Arthur. God of War has artificial difficulty, which is not fun. And that, see... You saying that, so Doom Slayer zeroed in on me saying that Souls games have cheap things in them, okay? I made my case, and he he partially agreed, which I would say that means you're, you're a Souls fan, and you've played, and you're aware of those fights and some of the things I outlined. So for you to say that, artificial difficulty, I rail against that in some games. I'm like, that's so artificial, it's false difficulty. So hearing that about God of War... 
that that makes me question this idea that like well souls games aren't actually difficult they just have a steep learning curve god of war on hard is actually harder is it harder because it's false difficulty and then that is cheating right you can say someone's faster at running but if you give them a 10 yard head start i'm gonna have doubts about them being faster a give me God of War playthrough in January for From Friday? Oh, I don't know about that, Sinos. Holy frick. That might be a really bad idea leading up to, to Elden Ring. And we are back. Slight blip there. We got bumped on ingest servers. That just happens sometimes with YouTube. Um, it just switched us on ingest servers. So a little bit of a blip. You'll get a, um, a second shockwave blip because of what just happened, okay? So in 20 or 30 seconds or so, you'll get another blip. No worries, I'm still streaming. You might just have to refresh. Would you say Dark Souls is false difficulty or just cheap? Dark Souls 3 was not false difficulty. I believe there were things that they did that were cheap forms of what I called almost like automatic damage. I think automatic damage is extremely dangerous. It's really hard, I think, in games for them to not fall into that trap sometimes like an attack that's just like it's automatically going to hit you it's virtually unmitigatable it's very rare and a lot of people like well no 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 if you do this 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 and this you'll get away from it or whatever so okay it's not 100% automatic damage but there are times where the propensity or the probability of the damage hitting you is so insanely high it's like right there it's almost automatic unmitigatable damage right and that's when I get frustrated. I'm like, that's cheap. And sometimes that's ignorance. I don't know the solution yet. And sometimes, no, I think they sucker punch you. And then you learn from the sucker punch. And then you just run away or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? YouTube mobile's being weird for blips today. Yeah, whenever they bump me on an ingest server, that's actually not happened in a really long time. Usually I assume that's like maintenance or something. Like they're just shutting down an ingest server and bumping me to another for maintenance is always my assumption. Agent Atwood with five months of subs. Shout for the starts and hit the like button chat. Thank you so much, Atwood. Remember my premise before all this, people overstate the difficulty of the games. That's where all this is coming from. Now, NG7, Demon Bell, Charmless Sekiro is significantly difficult. God of War is artificial in difficulty because at higher difficulties, all that changes is how much damage you do and how much you take. How highest, even the weakest enemy becomes a bullet sponge. Right. What is an ingest server? So an ingest server is where I send my broadcast to. So I use OBS and I send my broadcast to an ingest server and then that ingest server sends it to the the front facing uh, you know YouTube website if that makes sense. I felt that last night. I had a boss that had immediate full health damage from one mistake. I went and I grinded souls to boost health and survive that attack in one. It was satisfying, but Bloodborne Yolona, what's good Glacial Shield? Um I played and finished God of War on the hardest difficulty. The only difference is that the enemies have more health and are faster, but the fight patterns are the same. Give me God of War is harder than Dark Souls games. The enemies are faster and more aggressive in God of War. True. True. 
a lot of the bosses in Souls games have hidden ailments that the game expects you to figure out through repetition. Right. Learning by dying or learning by... Yeah. Dark Souls being synonymous with difficulty is not a random mistake by gamers. They introduced challenge in an era where games were extremely handholdy. There are elements, though, and I, I think sometimes this is this is a fair criticism, okay? There are elements, there are elements at times, I think, in the Souls games where the difficulty is derived from being withholding, not telling the not telling the player something. I don't think that that's difficult. You understand? If I have you come in a room and I'm like, all right, figure figure out the puzzle, and there's just a table with like a with like a block on it, and then I walk out, and it takes you four hours to figure it out, I could I couldn't come back and be like, yeah, that was a really hard puzzle, wasn't it? And you'd be like, you didn't tell me anything. Like what? <laughs> of of course it was hard. I had to it, on my own deduce the basic rules of the puzzle. Do you see? I think sometimes the withholding nature of the games, I I think it is, it is an artistic decision. Don't get me wrong. From Software is making an artistic decision. They're like, no, the player will derive satisfaction from figuring it out on their own. That isn't necessarily wrong, but it doesn't mean it's devoid of criticism. Sort of off topic, but didn't Elden Ring put an instant teleport to boss when you get through the area? I actually don't know the answer to that, Ashen. Elden Ring gameplay for the bosses. Can you do that, chat? Can you just teleport back to the boss to, 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 to not have to do the runbacks? That's a significant game flow change because the runbacks are freaking death by a thousand paper cuts sometimes. Elden Ring is pretty, but I won't be playing it. I like an experience, not a struggle. I hear that. I hear that. I was very much like that before I played Souls games. I was like, I don't think so. In YouTube chat, it says I'm a member for five months, but my membership, it says four months, one day. Is it just me or what? More than likely, you just renewed and paid for your fifth month. That's why it's saying that. Four months, one day, right? You just went into your fifth month and paid for it. I'm saying it's RNG, not because you have to get lucky. You can get... Uh, good at an RNG fight. It's just that in Dark Souls gank fights, bosses complement each other so perfectly. You rarely get any spikes in pressure in those fights since you can offer uh, crowd control those fights easily. But the Valkyrie fights was less tuned with huge pressure spikes completely depending on RNG. It's still a good fight though. Oh, I understand what you're saying. So you're, okay, you're saying that the pattern of the Valkyrie fight is never the same. So you may get good RNG, arguably making the fight easier than if you get, like, bad RNG, if I'm understanding what you're saying. Um, All I've heard is how hard these games are, how impossible they can be, and just, nah. Yeah, but, Eugene... I think the dilemma here would be that you're coming at the game with a finessed sense of fighting by playing other games on very, very hard, difficult settings. So you're coming in with an with it with a you're coming in with like skills already. Think of it this way: if you go to a gym and everyone's like, "Such and such workout is really, really hard. It's really, really tough," and you've been doing a workout that is 
similar in strain and similar in needed endurance, you might try the workout and be like, I don't understand what everybody's talking about. This isn't that difficult. If you've been playing games like God of War on the hardest difficulty, or Sekiro, or I'm, I'm sorry, or Ghost of Tsushima or whatever, and then you jump into Sekiro and Dark Souls, you're coming to the game with the with the what's the word? It's the opposite of ineptitude, you an, an aptitude. You're coming at the game with an aptitude that the average gamer doesn't have, and therefore you're judging it in a way that I just don't think is fair. You're like, These aren't even that hard. You know, like some guy with some big, huge guns being like, this new curling exercise isn't that hard. What the frick? It's like, well, yeah, you're coming to the workout with a, a, a prior strength and endurance that the average person doesn't have. So the average common gamer is going to boot up Dark Souls and be like, what the frick? They're going to boot up Sekiro and be like, oh my gosh. And you're like, I don't understand what the problem is. This is easy. It was like really experienced Destiny players arguing that a brand new raid wasn't that hard. Why? They had the aptitude and they spoke the language of Destiny. So when they jumped into a raid, they were like, I kind of already know what to do. I agree with the take that Souls have their rep from other games and journalists championing for easier games. Souls came out when games were more of a cinematic experience. True. But again, I think my analogy holds. You can't play God of War on the hardest difficulty and then come and play Sekiro and Dark Souls and be like, I don't understand why people are saying these games are hard. But You're not a coming to the game the way everybody else comes to the game. Think about it, Eugene. Use me as an example. Until I had played Jedi Fallen Order, I had never really played games that required any level of super you know, attentive, parrying, dodging windows. And I liked the combat in Jedi Fallen Order so much, I replayed it on hard. And then I was like, I want to try Sekiro. And I really like Sekiro. And people were surprised. What did everybody say my first time playing Sekiro? They're like, you've never played games like this, but you're actually, you're already really good at them. I had tons of people telling me that. They're like, you got past that faster than I did. How many times did people say that in Dark Souls 3? They're like, Lono, you got through that faster than I did, and I'm a Souls fan. Right? So I came at the game with sort of like a prior skill set that I didn't have before I played like Jedi Fallen Order and before I played Sekiro. You, on the other hand, ramped up your conditioning and your your boot camp experience, if you will, by playing through God of War on hard. <laughs> do, you, do you understand? Toaster with four months. Happy Lono Rage Friday. Thank you, Toaster. It definitely does. God of War, if I'm getting my butt kicked, I'm just going to turn down the difficulty. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I almost did that when I got to the very, very end and was fighting, what's her name, Trilla? Or whatever her name is at the end of uh, Jedi Fallen Order? I was very tempted to turn the difficulty down. She was ticking me off. She was really ticking me off. She had a couple of attacks that were super irritating. Like the little thing that would appear and shoot at you. I hated that. Sekiro is very easy, even in general, not even by from soft standards. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> that just sounds so subjective to you and your abilities. That doesn't. I don't think anybody said Sekiro was easy. Souls players struggled with it. Souls players struggling with Sekiro is exactly what I'm talking about. They came to Sekiro with a Souls backlog of experience that didn't really assist them. 
Do you see what I mean? It, just, it, it didn't assist them. God of War, you have to be good at what the game gives you. Dark Souls feels more fluent and customizable to your playstyle. The combat in God of War is still too different from Dark Souls. That's like saying I played Devil May Cry on hard. No, I, I actually think comparing God of War on hard to a Souls game is fair. Third person melee based combat. I disagree with your, your Devil May Cry on hard is a combat based on rails combo based style of combat it's not the same melee based third person combat with parries blocks and dodges in god of war is very much in the ballpark of Sekiro and dark souls elden ring will be the ultimate experience of the souls formula i agree with that that's why today i'm saying it's changing the industry <coughs> if you're just tuning in um if you're just tuning in i argued that from software and elden ring is changing the industry Right now, if you are a From Software fan, you should make note of these three games that are coming. Okay, you ready? Lies of P, Black Myth Wukong, and Wu Chang Fallen Feathers are all games you should be paying attention to as a Souls fan. I believe that's an influence from From Software, and the Souls genre is growing and impacting the industry, and will do so even more once Elden Ring has launched. If we're going to go back, I was playing Devil May Cry on the hardest difficulties on the PlayStation 2. I, yeah, I just think it's so specific to you as a player, Eugene. Like, if you've been doing that with games for that long, I just, I don't know. That, to me, is incredibly... It's so contextual. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I, it's like with the workout example. It's like, you've put in so much time... Think of it that way too. If you put in all this time within the realm of like physical fitness, lifting weights, beating your body into a position of like having strength and endurance and new workout routines and new physical fitness, you know, regiments or machines are invented, you're coming to that with a a prior strength, skill set and endurance that will make those new things feel a lot easier or accessible or or less challenging and and that's that's not to say well they're not challenging because you could have 100 people come out of a gym and they're like man that new machine whoo it's hard it's tough but if you're stronger and have more endurance than them you're going to think that you're going to think vastly differently after using the machine you're like no it's not like no it's not (laughs) I spent hours on uh, Genichiro but the butterfly lady I beat on my first time really I saw the trailers of those games and I can say it's worth trying yeah I think they look really really good I think those games look really really cool Doomslayer says ringing demon bell and removing Kuro's charm actually makes the game somewhat difficult Wu Chang uh, fallen feathers looks so sick it does Lies of P developer said that the Bloodborne similarities were not intentional and that Bloodborne was not one of the games they were inspired by. With respect, I find that incredibly hard to believe. (laughs) I I find that incredibly hard to believe. The architecture, the set pieces, the movement in that game. I don't know, bro. I don't know about that. (laughs) 
I don't know about that, man. <laughs> that's a tough... That's tough to accept. <laughs> it's like, this is all by accident? Mm. <laughs> this can't be by accident, bro. <laughs> the, 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 if you, the architecture, the movement, all of it. Just, just the animations. It was like... I'm not a Bloodborne fanboy, homie, but I watched 10 seconds of this and I thought, well, this looks like Bloodborne. <laughs> the devs openly said they're huge fans of From Games, but denied the comparisons of Bloodborne specifically. That's odd to say. It, 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 it looks like a success, like a spiritual successor to Bloodborne. 100%. If you're just tuning in and you'd like to talk in chat and join the conversation, make sure and hit subscribe. That way you are able to talk in our chat. Subscribing is totally free. Don't forget to hit the like button as well and to take the poll at the top of the chat. Uh, we've gotten a handful of new subs today, so welcome to From Friday, where we discuss From Software games in the morning on the talk show, and we play them in the afternoon. So more Sekiro uh, this afternoon. Are they serious? Yeah, that one's that one's tough to take with a straight face. That's tough to take with a straight face. I was a personal trainer back in my heyday. One of the easiest ways to destroy a client is to give them a workout they aren't used to, uh, to take a weightlifter and make them do conditioning drills, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not built for it, and you're just going to make them feel demoralized. And I think a lot of gamers came to Dark Souls games and saw what looked like like a third-person, you know, melee-based combat RPG game, and it's it's more than that, right? There's something underneath the surface that's gonna like pop up out of the water and be like, "Welcome to Dark Souls!" Wham, and you're dead. And they're like, "Wait, what?" Like, it it it, it was a bit of a uh, um a gut punch. I can't imagine playing the first Dark Souls game. I remember. My friend telling me about how it took him four hours to beat like a boss in Dark Souls and how satisfying it was. I was like, that sounds like freaking torture. Why would you do that? Doesn't sound good at all. You think Bloodborne 2 is happening? I think at some point, yes. I think before we get a Bloodborne 2, we're going to get a Bloodborne remaster, both on PC and PS5. It'll be at the caliber of the Demon Souls remaster. That's what I think. I think that'll happen before a, before a Bloodborne sequel. The problem will be the headless bosses. Are their attacks are so slow and weird with timing compared to the other bosses and whatnot? Yeah, I've heard what there's like a what's what is it the headless a headless gorilla headless monkey or something, um, in in uh, I've heard about that in Sekiro. That that's one of the more ominous names that gets thrown around, right? Like a headless headless monkey or whatever. Um, well, yep, well, unlisting does hurt, shoot, um, sucks, that sucks, we experimented with uh, unlisting a Destiny video on the other channel, and it does. It takes the views away. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, you've earned them. I don't. I. I guess the way that the software works and the way that they tally the views, it makes sense. But whatever. Um, Bloodborne Two should be made by FromSoft, or shouldn't even be made, or else the name will be tainted. Yeah. No. I. I wouldn't. I would. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, if you're a fan of Elden Ring, looking forward to the Elden Ring release, uh, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these From Friday 
uh, days and uh, and the content. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, we really have been enjoying um, uh, um, sorry, who all came together on stream to discuss this for damage limitation? It's all gone now. It's all gone now. Um, you basically have what Social Blade says? Well, doesn't that matter? If Social Blade says that we lost 100,000 views, wouldn't that matter in the grand scheme of things? Like, if they can see it dropping, then I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what YouTube does if you do it, but I would imagine it would it would destroy the metrics for the channel every time we do it. Or as you were saying, we would like slowly do it, but that would take a freaking lifetime. It's five, it's five years of content. It'll be fun to see you deal with some of the bosses that you will get in Sekiro. I just watched the trailer. Liza P was influenced by Bloodborne, right? Esoteric beat all the Sekiro bosses, taking no damage, not human. I think the dash says otherwise. So whatever, okay, so whatever API that Social Blade uses to tally views, they 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 have seen that we've lost that we have lost a hundred thousand views. I don't know if that affects us on the actual platform though. So if the dashboard's not not caring or tracking it, then I don't know. If it's not going to hurt us in YouTube's eyes, I say we nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. I'm not. I'm some serious. Just get them out of here. Get them out of here. I wish we could nuke subs too. I wish we could. I wish I could go and say if you haven't clicked on one of my videos in in twelve months then you're unsubbed for my channel and it would ping them and let them know you're going to be unsubbed and I guarantee you 20,000 people would disappear like that they'd be like oh yeah I don't watch them anymore and they'd unsub unlisted VODs can't see those videos in any ways but your dashboard still sees it right esoteric is a witch yeah I think there are some guys that just their mind, their brain, their skill sets, they're from another they're from another planet. You know what I mean? Can we have a live stream where if you do that? No, 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 no. I, I don't want to make a big to-do about it, but yeah, there's there's you know, there's five years of Destiny content that I just I just want to get rid of. I don't care about it anymore. Right? It's heartbreaking to scroll back through it all. It's just absolutely heartbreaking, but it's like this is a festering growth on the channel you know I got people getting recommended you know a three of coins video and crap I'm like great just that's not good for us right now we got to get rid of all that crap you know and a mass unlisting you know is the safest bet because who knows what might ever happen if anybody ever decides to come forward and and like own what's happened and tell the truth but I don't see that happening how much did you like Hellblade Send It With Sacrifice? For me, it's 10 out of 10. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I played it like three times. Hellblade is is easily one of my all-time favorite games. The story, the, the acting. I think that Hellblade is the closest game to game development perfection that exists. I think it's the closest to perfection. There's only like one or two gripes I have when playing through it. There's one or two sections that I don't think are great and can be a little frustrating running from the fire god and then the one area where you can't see anything um you know what i'm saying uh i still get recommended witch queen delayed by your other channel and i haven't watched a single destiny video in ages yeah 
So good he bought the display. Yeah, that's my that's my girl right there, dude. Senna was awesome. The the woman that she was in their video editing department and she just stepped into the role because she was being a stand-in and a placeholder and they decided that like she was Senua. She's drowning in, in awards and she deserves every single one of them. She's she's one of the most gifted voice actors in the industry. I agree it's one of the closest, but Mario games, Bloodborne are closer in my opinion. I don't know about Mario games because you gotta be, you gotta judge them on their own merits. So I don't know if I could disagree there and Bloodborne I've not played, so I can't comment, but yeah and I put Returnal up there with Hellblade now right spoiler warning it took me a long time to realize you don't actually start the game over if the rot reaches your brain it was a way to mentally mess with the player yeah it's a psychological game so they're messing with you yes there are people that have that have taken issue with that or disagreed with that but I'm like no it's literally part of the journey it's a part of the journey <clears throat> Mm-mm. hey somebody ordered some coffee third order of the day coming in here night 685 snagged a bag of dark roast and the light roast thank you so much three orders I appreciate that we love to see four or five orders a day you guys are getting us really close to that I liked Returnal but I didn't get what was going on in the story I got the basic part though how many times did you clear it you gotta clear it I think two times to get everything Lono, you have to play it before Elden Ring? I'm only going to play it if they release a 60 FPS version. What's good, Demetrius? My first Souls game was Bloodborne, and then I got hooked and had to try Dark Souls 3, went to Dark Souls 2. After that, I got my teeth kicked in. Well, I've heard Dark Souls 2 is the one that's the most frustrating, aka, you know, cheap or whatever. Even if it's gaming, if redirect doesn't work or you end a stream, the autoplay video always is a cross video. You don't play D anymore, and I still get them. Well, I'm totally fine with you guys getting dumped in an Astacross video because he's the only one with a shred of integrity, so... He's the only one with even a modicum of integrity in character. Like, I actually still respect the man. Um, I think he's a good guy. I do. And I wish him all the best. People are like, you should do stuff with him. I'm like, why would I do that? <laughs> Leave him alone. Let him just keep doing his thing. The last thing we want to do is... He, he cannot risk the... the the, the ire of, of Bungie or the Destiny community. Like, you know, li- li- let him do his thing and feel free to support him because he's a great guy. Dark Souls 2 is very cheap. I love the game, but I also hate it. Yeah, I have had Souls fans regularly say that, like, yeah, Dark Souls 2 is pretty cheap. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty cheap. Why do people say Dark Souls 2 is bad? I was thinking of buying it. There apparently Doom Slayer and other people can commentate and maybe flesh this out for you. They say there's just a lot of cheap stuff in it. I think even Wheezy was in here because Wheezy always busts my chops when I say something is cheap or something, and he's like, "Oh no, it's not." And then, but even I think he was saying the one day he's like, "Oh no, no, Dark Souls Two has got a lot of cheap stuff in it." I think he said that. I'm sure that they will. Um, they will still sore their cancel attempt failed horribly on them. They're still sore that their attempt. Yeah, probably. Love Ask Cross, him and Jake are a few of the only guys I like. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think I think Jake's a good guy. I don't think he I don't think he uh, he didn't handle the situation poorly. He reached out, you know, in the event that I needed somebody to talk to, but he had to he had to break ties, understandably. Dark Souls 2 does not play the same as the other games. It's very slow. It's a good game, it's just not as good as Dark Souls 3 or 1. Still a good game, one of my favorites. I'm playing Dark Souls 2 now, and it's fine. 
It's not bad, it's annoying, says Spartan of Doom. Dark Souls 2 does have cheap things, Ashen says, like Iron Keep enemies will aggro literally halfway across the map. <laughs> In Dark Souls 2, animation speed, such as rolling, is tied to a stat, so the game can't be balanced around set speeds, which keeps leading to dumb hitboxes. Okay, there's another piece of input. It does have the best weapon system, says Ashen. Dark Souls 2, if you're a real Souls fan, otherwise you will regret it. Oh, so only buy it if you're a real Souls fan, otherwise you'll regret it. It's not as smooth as DS1 or DS3. Uh, Frames are tied to a stat. World design isn't as good. Combat doesn't feel as good. A lot of people saying that, yeah, that that Dark Souls 2 just has elements to it that are not enjoyable. That, that's that's a handful of people saying similar things about the role animation being tied to a stat, hitboxes, and everything else. So th- there you go. Plenty of testimony in chat as to why Dark Souls 2 is 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 the the least liked in the bunch. You know. It takes three seconds to fully heal from your flask in Dark Souls 2. Oh gosh. That's an eternity. Uh Ask Chris, call you a creep. Once, once my, once my side of things came out, Gouda boy, he took his video down. He took his video down. He has, he has more. He at least has more integrity than the rest of them. Leaving a video up with over three hundred thousand views that just misrepresents me, like, you know, like that guy. Like, come on, like, I don't know. Plenty of people jumped the gun, homie, and then walked it back after. There are people here right now that are paying members that did that. I don't hold it against them, and I don't hold it against him. I thought the combat was good in Dark Souls 2. It's just the world is poorly designed, and the bosses are generally weak. Okay. It's always the games with the 2 that seems to miss the mark. I'm glad I'm not the only one who struggled with Dark Souls 2. I recall watching a, a Mauler video of him talking about DS2 life regen gems. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, did he? Never mind. Then that's good. Yeah, yeah. He is one of the. He is literally one of the only ones that attempted to do at least a margin of the right thing. Everybody else didn't. They're all. <laughs> they're all cowards. I almost tweeted this last night. I almost tweeted it last night and put them all on blast. It was like, and we're not supposed to talk about this over here. Frick. <laughs> Dark Souls 2 had a lot of ways to heal other than just the flask. Did you watch Arcane? No, I watch shows with my wife. And I don't think she would have any interest in Arcane. So we've been enjoying Wheel of Time. Um, we're working our way through Downton Abbey. We, we watch Lost together. We, we watch a lot of shows together. I, there's no, I don't, I'm not, I don't think she would enjoy Arcane. You know what I mean? The Fume Knight is an all-timer, though. Worth a play just for that boss. Like, I think somebody just said it a little bit ago. They're like, if you're a huge Dark Souls fan, then get Dark Souls 2. But if not, don't get it, right? I I think that makes sense. They're like, it's basically what they're saying without saying what I'm about to say. I'm going to speak for them. They're saying it's rough around the edges. It's really only worth it if you're a huge Dark Souls fan. That would be my concise summary of what everybody is saying here buy Dark Souls 2 if you're a huge Souls fan, but it's rough around the edges. It's not... It's worth skipping if you're not really that diehard, right? 
true story on Netflix with Kevin Hart was surprisingly good. I've heard that. I've heard that. The Fume Knight and Sir Alone are amazing. Lona would love Sir Alone. Wheel of Time is good. Yeah, Wheel of Time has been so, just... I'm very pleased. I was so worried. Like, every episode, I'm a little worried. Although, Logan... <laughs> nobody has done this yet. I can't believe nobody's tweeted this. Logan literally looks like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> like, is that Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> Like, one person tweeted about fantasy Jimmy Fallon. Nobody, Nobody's posted a picture yet, a side-by-side. Side. I'm like, that's just Jimmy Fallon. Honestly, it seems like when games make a second iteration, they experiment and they build things on top, and it takes the third game to fix. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a huge Souls fan, so maybe you'll buy it. Listen, at least you're going into it with eyes wide open. You know it's rough around the edges from what everybody said today. Nobody said it's bad or it's terrible. They're like, it's rough. It's just rough. It's got stuff in it that's not appealing. You know? It's Friday, new wheel of time. That's right, that's right. Yeah, I watched Dune. I think Dune was spectacular. Imagine if we got Star Wars movies at the caliber of Dune. (laughs) You know? Imagine. Imagine. You know? (laughs) <laughs> imagine bro oh golly it could have been so good so it seems like Friday punch a goose comment needs to be raised number of scale of 1 to 10 how many goose punches is Dark Souls too hard <laughs> yeah yeah Imagine if people knew how much uh, Lucas borrowed from Dune to write Star Wars. Um, oh, we. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> I don't know who this is. Somebody's texting me. It's a local number, so I know it's somebody that we know, and I don't know who it is. They're like, "Did you have a good Thanksgiving?" I'm like, "We did." Who is this? <laughs> uh. That hurt Lono right in my Star Wars heart. Seriously, man, watch Dune and and shed shed genuine tears of sorrow that we didn't get a star we didn't get Star Wars movies at that caliber. Just just weep. Weep for what we have been given. Hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, it's my it's my Korean friend. Uh, how do I add him to my phone? Info, create new content. Contact. <laughs> you don't have my number saved. <laughs> we have Mando. <laughs> Mando is like Dune Light, okay? It's good. Mando is excellent, but Dune was special. It was it was very special. It was cinematically special. So, hopefully, we'll be streaming soon. Can't wait to see it. What do you mean? Hopefully, it'll be streaming soon. It's on HBO right now. What do they do? Do they pull it after a week or something? Is it not available? And Zetsu says, I think Elden Ring will be good, but I wouldn't mind if it wasn't open world. I think Elden Ring gameplay being open world is extremely important for the evolution of the, of the, of the, souls, of the souls trajectory, you know? 
Um, uh, double check. Your favorite superhero is Spider-Man, isn't it? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> no, I like him. <laughs> He's double checking that it's me. Only available for a month. Oh, it was only available for a month. Oh. Oh, what a bummer. What a bummer. Yeah, it's excellent. It's excellent. I'm not I'm not gonna say anything other than that. Um As a fan of the Dune books, the movie was a huge disappointment. However, visually it was really good. Yeah. As a fan of books, you I don't know. I think you're always gonna I just feel like you're always gonna be disappointed, you know. It is pulled after a month, and it'll be back after about three months. Okay, okay. I guess that makes sense. That's a bummer for people that maybe didn't get to see it or are going to have to wait or somebody like a regional thing, right? Somebody said like Scotland or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it'll be back on January the 1st. Oh, Okay. Can someone explain to me what Elden Ring being open world changes compared to the other games? Um, I can attempt to. I can attempt to. So think of it this way. Think of it this way, like in the realm of, uh, you know, in the realm of how Souls games work. There is this sort of um, mysterious... uh, There is a mysterious veiled threat and danger that the the claustrophobic feel of the game fosters and if you remove that there is I think a thread and an element of Souls games that will be absent does that make sense there is a sense of claustrophobic pressure and veiled mystery threat of danger when you're in a Souls game. You don't really know where to go. Every corner could have a monster behind it. Oh my gosh. I'm stuck in this place. (sighs) That intensity, right? That kind of vanishes when you're in this big open landscape. It's a different way of, of feeling under threat or in danger. I do think that that thread will be missing, not the entire time. Not the entire time. Because there are there are dungeons, but I do think some of the time in Elden Ring, you're just not going to feel that. You're Okay, so think of it this way. There are, there's like a, a psychology and a method of scary movies letting you breathe. Does that make sense? Like, oh, 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 oh okay, all right. The intensity goes down, right? And, and you can kind of breathe. There's actually like a psychology behind the pacing of scary movies. Some movies don't do that. They always keep you at like, you know, Bill Burr says he idles at 75. There are some movies that always kind of keep you on that edge, that razor's edge of like anything at any moment could could happen. And that delivers a very exhausting, intense, scary uh, feeling. I think Elden Ring will be more like the horror movie that gives you that breath and that break to be like, whew, okay, kind of out in the open here, you know. Don't forget the most trolly mimics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the mimics. You know, whatever they do, their laughter or whatever, they're freaking weird. 
<laughs> They're freaking weird. So that's how I would summarize it. There's like an hour wait at my barber. You have now have my undivided attention. Okay. It depends on how those roaming open world bosses work. I think it's fair to say this though, Sinos, because even when you're on your mount in Elden Ring from what we've seen, like the Elden Ring gameplay footage that's available, like even when you're on a mount, there's just these big open areas where you're just not really under threat. You know? I, I think that's why some people are thinking like, yeah, it's it's going to feel different. You know, the, the, the open world aspects are, um, are, are going to, are going to make it feel a little bit different than the traditional constrained claustrophobic feel of, uh, of, of the Elden Ring games. Uh, I'll have to later, um, working right now he's gonna feel bad (laughs) Uh, one thing I don't like about Elden Ring is that it doesn't have a unique visual identity from the other IPs Dark Souls Bloodborne Sekiro look very different yeah that's why it kind of feels like Dark Souls 4 yeah it does it it feels like Dark Souls 4 when I look at the art style and everything um, that's what it feels like to me I'm not saying that it is Dark Souls 4 but the visual evolution um, or the visual departure is just not there. Thanks for the answer. The open world tag made me wonder about the pacing would be like uh, if you aren't on the same narrow path as other Souls games. Right. Going to the barber? Just go bald and grow a beard. (laughs) Grow a bear! (laughs) I'm hoping that if you string all the dungeons together that it'll be a sub... It'll be... As substantive as other Souls games, and the open world will enhance the in-between. No corners that three-peaking only have a night smack you down. <laughs> the thing that frustrated me on some of the corner fighting and some of the cramped sections um, in in Dark Souls 3, some of it irritated me because it was like they would hit you through the structure. You know what I mean? Um, uh... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. hasn't because they have individuals involved in the collusion to take down Roma because of the success the fact that they're it, you know dictates you know, a lot of it's clear indication there was direct or indirect involvement yep um wishing they would give us a Sekiro 2-esque type game yeah see this is the this is the privileged position I think that, that from software is in is they can absolutely go crazy and have massive commercial success with Elden Ring, and they can they can ride that for a couple of years with content deliverables and adding to the game. I think the open world nature of it and everything we've seen could really lead to sort of like a, a quasi live service version of the game. And you know, so Elden Ring release will be February. I could see them investing in the game all the way into 2022, 2023. And around then, they could start talking about Sekiro 2 or uh, you know, Bloodborne 2. You know, those sorts of things. I don't know if they've secured... I don't know if they could do a Bloodborne 2. I don't know if they have the rights to it. I don't know how all that shaped up. Um, you know, if it's if it's a Sony if it's a Sony property or, or how that works. Um, 
but they're in a great position because they have so many other properties they could circle back to and do more with if they want to and they could fund it with the commercial success of Elden Ring so that's a great position to be in yeah (laughs) are you (laughs) okay how are the kids doing okay <laughs> we went through like a two week animal phase where the kids were just like they were, they were animals they were always at each other's throats every day clap for you with a five dollar tip Benedict Cumberbatch acting in the power of the dog on Netflix is a must watch, must watch. he's incredible slow moving though I have heard that that movie is really good yeah 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 what speaks to me about the reliability of From Software is that Activision published Sekiro and you know how controlling Activision can be right yeah they were able to hit the deadlines and the requirements and the you know whatever Activision wanted I mean we yeah we know they can be a little uh they can be pretty demanding so them being the publisher of that game I, I actually do I think that's a pretty good insight into you know what from software is uh is capable of um yeah 100% um most most definitely uh what am I getting an email for? No. Expansions for sure. Yeah, I think there's like a possibility. Um, there, I think there is a distinct possibility that you you could see a, a more live service treatment for Elden Ring. I argued for that in a previous uh, episode on this on this program on this channel. I, I argued that it, it seemed like there 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 may be groundwork um, for a uh, a live service approach for Elden Ring, and I, I I'm I'm not going to argue that to the death. I'm not, but I, I do I definitely think there are elements that point to uh, the potential of them saying, oh yeah, we we've we've laid we've laid the groundwork here. Um, and and we're gonna um, we're gonna invest in this in a different way than we have in the past. Hundred percent could be wrong, um, and and could be completely misreading it. Um, could be misreading it, but I do I do think there's the potential uh, for for that to be a thing. Um, so there were a lot of people that disagreed with me, but I think even when you build a, a world like that they have built. I think there is an element of like, hey, um, there we're gonna the, the way that we execute on expanding this game is gonna be very very different than how we've done it in the past. You know, I, I I think that I think that the way that they they execute on expanding and adding to Elden Ring will be different than what they've done in the past. I think the open world nature uh, changes some of that. I do. I think it changes some of that, and. Um, it, it, it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. But to me, it seems like if this is their magnum opus, if this is the coup, the coup de grace, the, the, the big, big game that, you know, finally, finally lands in such a, such a full, more accessible, more mainstream way, it would be weird for them to not have a very, very long tail plan for it. It would be a cataclysmic turnoff to see microtransactions. That's not what I mean when I say live service. I'm not saying there's going to be like a freaking battle pass in Elden Ring. That's not that's not where I'm going with it. I just think when you build the container and the quality and the size of what we've seen, like the Elden Ring map size, 
and you know everything we've seen from the videos of the people who got the Elden Ring gameplay I don't I don't think they're building something that they'll do like a couple DLCs with and then be done I, I feel like they've built something very very different it feels more it feels more foundational than just sort of like yeah here's the base game and we'll do we'll do two or three DLCs and then we'll be done I just I don't think so I think there's I, I'm I don't know. I sense something different about the foundational nature of the game and they have indicated in in interviews in the past that they would like to try their hand at more of a live service style game and I believe that this could be their first outing in that effort. I'm fine with them using enemies and animations from Dark Souls in Elden Ring. Uh, It has far more new than old and I love everything Dark Souls yeah I don't take an issue with using your capital and your assets I think people get too hung up on that in an ideological way they're like well if it's a reskin or it's a that's just so driven by ideology rather than just reality like the reality is game companies have existing assets tools and resources that they're going to call on and, and, and leverage when they're building a game that there's literally nothing wrong with that right what's wrong with the battle pass you don't have to buy it i don't think it would fit with the tone in the genre it would feel incredibly mismatched you know it would just feel very very mismatched it would be you know there's a tone and there's a feel to certain things right remember when you would watch bob ross and he was painting and there's this there's this calm and there's this there's this vibe it would have been weird if one day he was just suddenly in like gym shorts and a tank top with a headband on you'd be like why is he wearing that you don't have any issue with him wearing clothing that he likes but it would feel odd it'd be like why are you wearing that that's what it would feel like if suddenly Elden Ring was like we have a battle pass why are you putting that on your game why are you wearing that that doesn't make any sense that doesn't fit it feels very out out of place from my perspective I would personally buy a white silk glove and travel to FromSoft headquarters and slap every single person there. Yeah, I just don't think it fits. I really hope it's not a live service game. I think there's a middle ground between traditional, you know, traditional DLC add-ons and live service. I think they're going to fall somewhere in the middle. I don't think from 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 what they've built and the gameplay we've seen, I don't think that. I, I don't I don't I don't think that they're they're purely building um, a game that'll have traditional uh, expansion DLCs in it. I think it will be different. Um, it'll have a different vibe and a different feel. Um, so. Mm. <laughs> okay. Hang on. I left a bunch of stuff open on my phone. What in the frick? Uh. I ain't buying from software games if they do anything scummy. I don't support those types of games. I don't think a battle pass is inherently scummy. I think it brings with it a tone and a feel that is at o- I think at odds with from software games. Like it just doesn't feel like it would fit. A, 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 an Elden Ring DLC, or even if you called it a, an Elden Ring season, okay? Let's say they did something called like, um, you know, I don't know, season of season of the season of the witch or season of darkness, and 
the whole world changes and when you boot up the game it's 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 eternal night and the enemies have changed and there's roaming you know there's these new roaming enemies or whatever and there's world bosses and there's like some new area you can go explore and there's this new experience this new thing and new weapons and new armor and a new boss right I don't think a, like a seasonal world changing thing is out of step but a but a but a battle pass right that, that's just different that that has such a different feel to it you know you call it season of the underworld or something and and the, like the, the the world is cast into like eternal night and all these things are coming up out of the ground and there's all this weird stuff going on you know and there's some guy that some some dude that's moved into the area and he's like summoning people from the underworld i don't know i'm just making stuff up i'm not big on the lore but you see what i'm saying like i just think it's different when you have an open world game that you can play co-op with your friends and 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 you know you got the multiplayer and the pvp and the invasions like it it's just going to feel different it's not going to be a traditional from software game which means the way they do dlc will likely also not be traditional you know Am I late to the party? A little bit. So if you're new, we've been discussing how I think Elden Ring and From Software games are uh, are changing the industry. Pointed to a variety of games that you should definitely be checking out if you're a fan of From Software games. Take the poll at the top of the chat. If you are going to be playing Elden Ring, will this be your first Souls game or not? Over 600 votes, and it's a nice, nice 60-40 split. So if you're a From Software fan, it should be good to see that there are a lot of people that this will be their first venture into a FromSoft game. And the games that you should be checking out if you're a From Software fan, Lies of P, Black Myth Wukong, and Wu Chang Fallen Feathers are all games you should be checking out if you're a big Souls From Software fan. <clears throat> it needs to have a special weapon vendor that has a creepy laugh and always asks what you're buying though. <laughs> Uh, and as a reminder if you're looking forward to Elden Ring release or the Elden Ring gameplay every Friday is from Friday here on this channel and we devote the talk show in the morning we do a talk show all week long about a variety of gaming topics we did a lot of coverage this week on uh, things going on in Halo things going on in New World Star Citizen Cyberpunk Titanfall 3 those are all things that we covered this week but every Friday is from Friday, so you can look forward to us covering Elden Ring, and then we will be playing Sekiro this afternoon. I recently beat Dark Souls 3, so I'm not a big Souls guy, so you can enjoy watching me struggle uh, and beat my head against uh, against these games. Um, Dark Souls 3 was really enjoyable. I believe it took 12 episodes of From Friday for me to beat Dark Souls 3. We did skip DLC areas and optional areas like the nameless king with a plan to return and do those at a later time my phone never lags except when I go to your stream it's possible doom that watching a stream is very different than watching YouTube videos if you watch other streamers on YouTube and you don't have problems it's also possible that 
they are on normal latency. I stream on low latency, which means you may want to lower your quality. We don't do ultra low latency because that caused people to buffer a lot. I'm in the middle, which can cause some people to experience buffering. You might not get that on other on other channels because when you're watching a video, it's different. It it creates enough of a of a of a preload that you shouldn't experience buffering. Well, it can't it can't do preload on a live stream, um, and the low latency is a cause for buffering. If you drop down out of 1080, you may experience less. But again, it's internet speed dependent because plenty of people watch me at 1080 and never have a single blip or problem. I watch other streams and it doesn't lag. It must be a latency issue then. I go for low latency because then you get a quicker response to me while I'm streaming. So just try and lower quality and see if it goes away. Try 720 and see if it fixes it. I hate to tell somebody to lower quality, but if you're trying to rock at 1080 and it's not working, it could be related to the low latency issue. I ran, um, I switched to uh, ultra low latency. What's it called? Yeah, ultra low latency. I switched to ultra low latency once and everybody was complaining about buffering and then I switched channels and I was on normal latency and people were like hey, I'm suddenly not having any trouble um you know, I'm suddenly not having any problems well, we figured it out, we're like, okay, ultra low latency is a problem, so we hit the middle ground hoping that most people are unaffected, but then we have the very quick response time and interaction between me and the chat The network nerd in me is very satisfied with Lono's explanation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they did. Ultra low latency as an option is great, but it's not great if it's going to cause people buffering. Like, that's antithetical to trying to have quick interaction. It's like, well, if you keep buffering, you're not going to have quick interaction. So. No FOMO in a Souls game. The game should be the same for everyone, no matter when you pick it up. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think having things happening in the world as a form of live service, I think would be very cool. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know. Are you going off Wi-Fi or going off three G, five G? Well, he did indicate that he watches other streams on YouTube without without difficulty. So I don't think we're going to diagnose the problem. I think he would know. Oh, I'm on Wi-Fi instead of three G, five G. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, if he's on Wi-Fi, he shouldn't be having issues. It, it would it would more than likely be the latency. His internet speed might just be at just the right spot where it struggles with the low latency. Sometimes the low latency has nothing to do with your internet speed. It's, it has everything to do with routing, you know? You have decent routing to YouTube, and low latency is just enough to trigger buffering, right? If you don't have great routing to the YouTube, you know, servers. When at work, I run low-quality video. When I'm a home Wi-Fi, I can run highest quality. Yeah, it's just it's dependent upon your internet. You can have very different experiences depending on the internet speed. And again, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like, oh, your internet's too slow. It can literally be just you you don't have a great you don't have great routing to YouTube, and so the low latencies gets you know is just enough to trip trip up on it because low latency is pretty demanding. Like you're literally watching like an actual live broadcast. Like, have you ever watched when they're in different cities and they have those video calls, you know, and they're like, what's it like over there, Dave? It's not too bad, Jane. Like that, you know, that's just the, that's just the nature of sometimes the, trying to watch something right on the front of the wave as a live stream can, can cause issues. Oh. 
Oh. Hmm. So we've already set up the stream for Sekiro. Uh, we don't really have any new... Um, we don't have any new Elden Ring gameplay to show off today, but we were discussing the fact that I am seeing the influence of... Um, seeing the influence of Elden Ring and other Souls games on the industry, and that was the main topic. Picture a live stream like filling up a cup from the top with an opening at the bottom. If the flow out of the bottom is faster, you watching than filling up, buffering, you will have hiccups. Right. Does Secure ever go on sale? What happened? I had to take a phone call. Nothing. We've just been talking. Some people have been, you know, somebody said they were dealing with some buffering or whatever. Um, Not click on that. I didn't. Locked in. Just curious. Hey, mate. This is your Steam account, right? Wait, how do they message you? Are they in our server? Yeah, it's a three-day-old account. We need to ban that person out of the server. Um, hang on. I think I can do it. Yeah, I banned them. Yeah. Gonna assume a three day old account is not jumping in the server and like fishing people just, you know, with 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 pure intentions. Yeah, if anybody ever joins our Discord server and does that, let me know. We'll just insta ban them. Um They're now I clicked. They're now playing Halo for me. My phone also gets a lot of stutter on your streams. This is a pick up the current model. Not sure what's wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, Sekiro was just on sale? off topic but did you try the new shin no i don't know what that is is that are you trying to get me to say something bad or is that like an actual game i'm i'm I'm, i don't i don't know i've not heard of that after watching the ama yesterday i gotta say both you and madam have perfect voices for radio podcasts a lot of people want me to do more content with her um obviously we we don't want to continue to do that right um um uh, the uh, the uh, but that we we I think we could do some I think we could do some really fun content that would in, w- that would include her for real for real. Um, we just have to figure out what it would be like, what we would do. Oh, Shin uh, Megamine Tensei, it's a real game. Okay, okay. Lol, it's a JRPG where Persona started from. Okay, okay. It's a legit game series, highly praised. Sorry, people do that. They'll come in and be like, they'll try to get me to say stuff. I've, I've had people do that. And I'm not I'm not saying it's specific to From Software, but for some reason when we're on From Software topics or games, I've had people come in and try to get me to say things in uh, Japanese. And I'm like, and, pe- and I've had people say like, don't say that, don't say that. They're trying to get you to say something bad. So I just wasn't sure. I wasn't familiar. I read it and I was like, I don't, I'm not, that doesn't seem familiar. No, no, this is a scam because it works like this. They send you that message. They claim they reported your Steam account by accident and have to send them money to make sure your Steam account stays safe. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. Was I the one being banned? No, Francis. I saw you join the Discord. It was somebody else. It was somebody named Pearl. Yeah, you joined as L, L Frank or whatever. No, you're fine. Your account age in Discord's, you know, two years. 
Somebody else joined a moment ago. Their account age is three years. This person's account was three days old. I can see all that in the Discord. Lonely your Japanese is as bad as mine. Yeah, and that it's not existent. Um, ha ha, Lono just said the F word in Hindi. Right, like people try to do that all the time. Never hurts to be careful. Yeah, yeah, Leon. I, I didn't think that you were trying to do something. It's just as soon as I don't recognize it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to say that. Two perfect broadcast voices while arguing over what to buy at the grocery store for the week. Other customers open a bag of popcorn and listen to the debate. <laughs> I miss I miss being able to stream with her. We did we did streams you know together periodically, and it was always very very fun. Um, so, what's going on? Love the Titanfall discussion yesterday. What's good, Lightly? Thank you. Wasn't able to chime in. Okay. Yeah, I appreciated people giving that video some love this morning. I put the purple platform on blast on Twitter, so if anybody follows me on Twitter or uses Twitter, feel free to give that tweet some uh, some retweet and some love. I noticed you did Light Leap like right away. Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal took inspiration from Bloodborne in terms of aggressiveness of gameplay. Oh, did they really? Told you, video series of her doing all the things you can't do. <laughs> No, no, we're not at a place where we want to have her on cam. So yo, Frank S coming in with the membership for, I think that might be the first new member of the day. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. When you guys become a paying member here, you get a badge emotes and increased access in our discord tonight at 8 PM. Eastern. We're doing another community night with Jackbox. You can play along with your phone, iPad or computer. You do not need to own anything. You don't need to buy the game or anything. But if you're a paying member on this channel or presents my other channel, you can get in the Discord to get access to the game codes. So you can be one of the participants. The audience can play no matter what, so you don't need to be a paying member to participate. So, you know, eight hours from now, roughly, wherever you are in the world, eight hours from now is 8 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you're here tonight for that. Mm-hmm. The developer said that? Okay, okay. Honestly, the off-cam didn't mess anything up for me. It's like the Friday night streams. Uh, it would be super fun for you two gaming and having fun back and forth. Yeah, I mean, there's always the potential to have her to have her co-host on a Friday night. You know, if, 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 if Hilly's not around or we could bring her in, you know, for Jackbox or whatever. And, you know, me, her, and Hilly. I'd have to get her, you know, I'd have to run headphones across so she could hear. Um, she didn't need to hear for the for that broadcast. When she said you're consumable, are you like an appetizer, like a light snack? Definitely not a main meal. <laughs> you're such a D-bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you guys are tuning in today because you just got pinged, you may have gotten pinged for the uh, um, for the Sekiro stream that's going to happen in about 30 minutes. You may have gotten pinged for that. Thanks for being here. Make sure and smash the like button. Switch. Make sure you're on live chat. Take the poll at the top of the chat. We appreciate you being here very, very much. Excited to jump back into Sekiro today, especially since we solved the input delay problem that I was having. Uh, we appreciate you guys supporting the stream and being here uh, and supporting from Fridays. Uh, we really like to see the support. We're excited about this concept and this idea and this investment. Um, it's chicken legs. Very lean chicken legs. Um... Looking to be looking forward to becoming more involved in the SNTR community. You and other I consider to be like-minded, very similar interests. Oh well, thank you. 
She really carried it yesterday. We could do sparkling water Friday night games. That sounds just not fun at all. Why would we do that? <laughs> Why would we do that? I'm here after discovering the channel from the Star Citizen video popping up in my feed yesterday. Well, thanks for coming back. We do lots of different coverage. Uh, and, you know, Star Citizen, Titanfall, New World, Lost Ark, From Fridays, you know, Elden Ring, playing Sekiro. Uh, we play a lot of New World. There's a New World holiday thing they're going to be doing in the PTR. Uh, we'll, be covering, we'll be covering that Monday. Uh, they've addressed endgame, big endgame changes uh, for, for New World. We'll be covering probably that Monday as well. So we really appreciate it. Um, we really, really do. So are you game streaming in the morning or is it the mornings for the talk show? Typically the structure is the morning is the talk show and the afternoon is the gameplay. This week we've done virtually double talk show every day because there just wasn't much to play and you know, I'm taking a slight break from New World just cuz we're kind of near the end. So, is there a reason it defaults to top chat? Because it filters crap and they you know, if if 60 or 70% of the user base just automatically forgets they're on top chat and they don't see the the nasty stuff people sometimes say. We don't really deal with that here, though. We don't get a lot of trolls and hate. Top chat's really good for, like, live events and reveals because there's a lot of haters. I'm interested in this becoming a general gaming news source for me. We do our absolute best to deliver pretty regular gaming news. If you're looking for morsel-sized gaming news... My SNTR updates channel is daily four minute uploads of like, here's some gaming news, here's some gaming news, right? And we pull that from this stream, but we also sometimes record those separately. We covered some stuff with Battlefield and Call of Duty on that channel that we didn't cover over here. So if you're looking for really quick morsels and uploads, the SNTR updates channel is perfect for that. This is more of a daily video game talk show that does touch on gaming news, but I'm not talking about every single piece of gaming news on this channel. It's just not it's just not possible. We've kind of niched down into like MMOs, RPGs and and from software games. So Okay. Give me a brief moment. I'm going to run upstairs quickly, check on the fam, use the restroom, stretch my legs, and in a, in a little while here, we'll be shifting gears to Sekiro. And uh, just give me, you know, hit like, hit subscribe, do all the things if you haven't, and I'll be back in just a second.
Sorry, kids are reading a book and wanted to show it to me and talk to me about it. They're like both on the couch, like side by side, like reading a book together, which is like a rare thing. It's like the opposite of what they've been doing. (laughs) So I had to kind of enjoy the moment. Just finished downloading Ghost of Tsushima, but after hearing it's just another Ninja Gaiden game, I'm hesitant to play. (laughs) Somebody said that the other day, and I lost, I just totally lost my cool. Ghost of Tsushima is like a a literal work of art. It's one of the best games you can play on PS5. People who say it's just another Ninja Gaiden have never played it. Or as as Eugene is saying, they're just coping with the fact that they don't have a PS5. (laughs) You have not played Ghost of Tsushima if you think it's just another Ninja Gaiden. Like you don't, you've never played the game. You're, you're, you are admitting ignorance if you call it that. Have I caught Wheel of Time series? Yeah, we're all caught up. I've been very, very pleased with it. They're doing a very, very good job with, uh, with the Wheel of Time. They're doing an excellent job with it. That's what I was referring to. Just trying to trigger you. Oh, oh, oh! You're being silly. I was gonna say, yeah. Anybody who says that hasn't has not played it. You know what I mean? If someone's like, it's just another Ninja Gaiden, it's like, thank. Tell me you've never played Ghost of Tsushima without telling me you've never played Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> you know. There's one people say it's just another open world game. Fetch and collect quests. It is not. No. No, you've never played an Ninja Gaiden game if you think Ghost is anything like it. Right. <laughs> Wheel of Time is dope. Yeah, I was actually very worried. I was I was really, really like trepidatious about the series. I was like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know? Ninja Gaiden's more like Devil May Cry. I've yeah, I've not played enough to comment, but when people say that, I'm like, it's its own game, it's its own approach, it's its own vibe. Like, you're 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 saying something that is just purely nonsensical. Like, it's 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 crystal clear you like you haven't played the game. Like, if that's your take, it's like, well, you I don't think you've played it. You know, there there's so much more to it, so much substance, so much creativity and art, and you know. They they didn't they didn't become ambassadors of the island of Tsushima because you know because they made some some ninja ninja Gaiden Gaiden however you're supposed to say it clone you know what I mean that just seems that just seems like hilariously silly. <clears throat> Would you say Ghost's closest comparison is Assassin's Creed? Yeah, there's more direct comparisons to an Assassin's Creed game, yes, but I also have had people say that. It's just a ninja Assassin's Creed game. It, it just isn't. You just see what I'm saying? Like, it just, it, it is not. That would be like saying, like, the Breath of the Wild, like the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's just a Zelda Assassin's Creed game. Like, you can certainly find similarities between The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed, but that, that's just such a disservice to the game's uniqueness and identity. I just don't... Again, I just feel like people... 
it I don't like to throw around copium, but it just feels like copium. It's like, well, you because you can't play the game, you want to reduce it to its to its uh, you know, descriptive parts and act like, well, that's all it is. Yeah, Elden Ring's just a Souls Assassin's Creed game. Right, it's just like, you're just reducing it, it's reductionism, right? You're reducing it down to like, this, and it's like, well, that is such that is such a false statement, you know what I mean? I have never spoken to somebody who played Ghost of Tsushima and said that. It's always people who haven't played it. Find me a person who has actually played Ghost of Tsushima and they're like, yeah, it was just a ninja Assassin's Creed game. It was just another Ninja Gaiden. Nobody's played the game and said that. The only people saying that are people who haven't played it. It's the most beautiful game I've played. It's got one of the best stories I've played. The combat skills leveling are among the best. Right, like... Just the combat with the stances and the duels and stuff, like it's it's in its own category. There's not a game like it. You can't play a game like it. It's in this valley in between like Sekiro and Assassin's Creed. Like it's in its own unique category like valley. It's, it's like it kind of borrows from both games a little bit, but it's its own thing. Then people claim all Sony first parties are the same. Right, we had that discussion that one day. How would you compare compare Hellblade to Souls games? I wouldn't. I've just downloaded Hellblade, but I struggle at melee-based games. Hellblade's combat is very, very easy and accessible. It is. Hellblade is is Hellblade is easier than than Ghost of Tsushima with respect to combat. It's 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 very approachable. The combat's not the main part of the meal; it's the story. You need to play that game with headphones. That's the that's the main requirement: is that you play the game with headphones on. But other than that, I, I don't I don't think you have to you don't have to worry about the combat in, in Hellblade. It's not it's not meant to be a game that like kicks you in the teeth and punches you in the stomach. It just isn't like that. Some of the fights are tough, but they I wouldn't describe any of the fights as hard or challenging. Assassin's Creed, which is it was Ghost of Tsushima? I thought Assassin's Creed Origins was magnificent. I thought it was excellent. I thought that um uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Valhalla I wish I had time for because I thought they looked great I thought they played great they were unique I thought the combat in Odyssey was so different than, than Origins and I thought the combat in Valhalla was very different than than Origins and Odyssey Hellboy always looked like God of War little bit little bit but easier than God of War as well I thought Guardians of the Galaxy as a game was a very, very pleasant surprise, and it's worth playing. I wanted to go back and play more. It really surprised me. I don't have time to play it, but I, I think it. I think it's well worth playing. I, I believe it's even gotten some nominations because it's a good. It's a very good game. It's good for Marvel to get a win after Avengers, the the Avengers game. Ghosts had a lot of silly map clear stuff, but it's not Assassin's Creed map puke. I mean, you don't even need to do it all. And and honestly, Eugene, the way that you can find them and you can do the 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 tracking to find the different shrines and stuff, I think it's really really cool. It's good. I think I think map clearing in in Tsushima is very satisfying. And as you're saying, it doesn't feel like map puke. It's like bleh, like what the every town in Assassin's Creed has got, you know, icon saturation out the waz. Like how many things are here? 
<clears throat> Matt Puke. Are you is he Eugene might be borrowing that from me. Does does the map did I did I originate Matt Puke or did I pull that from somebody else? I've I've always said it that way. Assassin's Creed Matt Puke. <laughs> you know? You don't even need to do the tracking, you just clear the Mongol point on the map and it reveals itself. Oh, it puts question marks, right? Cyberpunk has a ton of map puke. I can't remember where I picked that up. Either I came up with it, or I grabbed it from somebody else. I can't remember. You were the first I heard it. Oh, okay, okay. I think I created it after I read somebody say the Assassin's Creed Syndrome, and they talked about map saturation, and I started saying Assassin's Creed map puke. I started saying that after I read because somebody said that they're like this game suffers from the Assassin's Creed syndrome of just like throwing stuff all over the map and I, that's when I think I coined the term that was I was still on purple when I came up with that I think is you say that with Valhalla I'm sure Valhalla and Odyssey both are guilty of Assassin's Creed map puke yes is Elden Ring mostly about story combat or is there a lot of side professions exploration etc Full game's not out yet, Josh Weldon. I don't know if Elden Ring gameplay is, is going to get into all of that. I would assume, yes. There's lots of optional areas, bosses, and things off to the side. That's that's true even in the Souls games that exist right now. Um, the Souls games are not super um, linear. Matt Puke is a Lono-sounding term. <laughs> There's a lot of... Uh, Lo, uh, colloquialisms, you know, like Lono Lono colloquialisms that I've come up with over the years. Um, so sometimes it's hard to remember if I'm the origin of the term or not. Didn't even notice uh, to use the word tape instead of record. From a generation... Wait, wait, what did she say? He's funny after stream two. I should tape him once he's done. Oh, <laughs> she said tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lono quil- quil- colloquialisms. Lono colloquialisms. It's hard to say. <laughs> Lono colloquialisms. <laughs> Lonoism. Yeah, that's better. Lonoism is a little bit better. I remember in Dark Souls 3, they wanted the world to change when the dark sign appeared in the sky, so it wouldn't surprise me after you kill the major bosses, something happens to the world. Yeah, and that could be cool if it's just your world, because Paul took issue with my suggestion. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want it to be something that players can miss out on. So sure, there could be things that trigger in the world and happen on like, you know, two months in, but it only happens if you've beat all the bosses or something. So a new player could play the game fresh, beat all the bosses, and then the world would change. They would experience it after you, but still. Could be a potential religion, Lonoism. (laughs) I found Tsushima and AC pretty similar. Love them both. There are certainly similarities between them, Jaggy. There's a difference between saying Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed are similar in the way that you could say Breath of the Wild and, you know, Immortals Phoenix Rising are similar. 
You're totally fair to say that. But when people said Ghost of Tsushima is just ninja Assassin's Creed or samurai Assassin's Creed, I was like, no, no, no. That is such a disservice to the game. That would be like saying Immortals Phoenix Rising is just Assassin's Creed Breath of the Wild. That's just such a disservice to the game and the story and the way that they approached it. That's what I always take issue with. It's totally fine to be like, yeah, there's similarities here. If you like Assassin's Creed games, you're going to have a really good inroad to enjoying Ghost of Tsushima. There's nothing wrong with saying that. If you really liked Breath of the Wild, you're going to have inroads to appreciate and enjoy Immortals Phoenix Rising. That is fine. There's an, there's an element of charity and honesty there. But the dismissive, reductionist, condescending sort of like, it's just Samurai Assassin's Creed. Like, frick you. You didn't even play it if you're saying that. It's just another Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, shut up. You didn't even play it. You know, you're just drinking copium. Come on. You're just sad you can't play it. You're jealous. You know, to quote Ben Affleck, to quote Ben Affleck, you suspect. <laughs> you suspect. You know? Yo, it's good, Lido. They're similar, but it's hard to argue Ghost isn't a decent amount better. That's subjective to, to the player, though. There are probably people that have played, you know, some of the Assassin's Creed games. I know people poured hours into being very completionist into Assassin's Creed Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla, and they, they might feel differently than you. You know, it's very subjective. Because the, the, the depth of story and storytelling in, in the Assassin's Creed games is very far-reaching. There's a lot of dialogue and a lot of choices and a lot of a lot of good things, you know? But that doesn't... It, it's hard to say which game is quote-unquote, you know, quote-unquote better, you know? The irony is that everyone was disappointed the last AC wasn't set in Japan. They have a tall order ahead of them. When Assassin's Creed finally touches on like ninjas, assassin—I'm sorry, ninjas and samurai—they got a tall order because they're going to get compared to Tsushima for sure. Anyone here that this thing was called to the hospital because uh, they got a WW2? Is it totally related to this discussion? What the? F- no, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> uh, no, I did not hear about that. Um. Mm-mm. Valhalla was the best-selling Assassin's Creed game. I wasn't disappointed. If it was set in Japan, how would it separate itself from Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, Valhalla, 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 Valhalla has done very, very well. Well, they can't do it now, but it was at the top of the list before Tsushima. I still think they have plans to turn Ghost of Tsushima into a live service game. I still think they're going to do that. They're going to keep adding islands, experiences. They're going to really iterate on legends. Um, I'm serious. I'm serious. I really, really think that's the plan with Tsushima. Or maybe they make the next game that way, you know? Maybe they make the next game that way. people weren't asking for vikings people wanted a ninja game this was before ghost was announced yeah but how long do you think valhalla was in development you know what i'm saying 
Was Immortals any good? Immortals Phoenix Rising is fantastic, and the DLCs are very, very good too. There's even a DLC that does top-down isometric like Dungeon Crawl, which was super creative and smart. They could build an entire... They could build an amazing Diablo-esque game. Because it plays great. It's great. It's... It's honestly impressive. It really, really is. I am, I am, I applaud that development team. They built a game that felt like Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed had a baby, and one of the DLCs is literally isometric dungeon crawling with the same character fights, controls, like attacks, and everything. And I'm like, you guys could make an amazing Diablo game, amazing Diablo style dungeon crawler. Oh my gosh, it could be phenomenal. They. They have done an excellent job with that game. I believe it's been very successful commercially as well, which is encouraging because they, they would likely then do more. So. Okay. Let me get you guys the link. Let's head over. Let me get this all on. Okay. I have a... Um, let me see here. I need to go to this cap card. There we go. Oh, I forget how how do we get sound? Oh, I think I have to move the cord. I think I have to move the core because right now. Oh, we're getting sound because I moved the cord. Well, that would have been really confusing if we tried to do any gameplay. Uh... <laughs> that would have been really confusing. All right, hang on. Let me give you guys the um, the link and then we'll do redirect. <laughs> we actually go to another stream for this. Making me jealous because I can't play Ratchet and Returnal. Thanks everybody who took the poll today as well. Appreciate it. Okay, that's where we're heading in the event that redirect doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I got to get in here and start the stream. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Continuing our gameplay of Sekiro. If you watched the last gameplay session, we have fixed the input delay. I repeat, if you watched the last episode of me playing Sekiro for From Fridays, which we do on this channel, in the morning we do a talk show and talk Elden Ring, and then in the afternoon we play a game. The last time we played this, I was having input delay problems. We have fixed those problems. It was because we were going through a capture card and OBS, and I'm going to bring